Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Marine on it. For another week of N4G Radio Mod Video Comms. This is episode 352 for September 8th, 2014. I am joined today by Drew. Hashtag Gamergate. Oh, fuck you. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> Trust me, I hate that shit too. I'm I so don't even know what it. that is. You guys will have to explain this. I'm not, no, no. No, I've, I've never seen that hashtag on my timeline for the last like week and a half. So I've, that's all I've fucking seen. Yeah, yeah. I've I've started muting people and unfollowing people, and I'm just like, I am not dealing with this because this is all a bunch of little kids in a playground fighting over some. Sh- I don't even know. Give me a quick synopsis and tell me what it is. Well, well this uh, we got Jay. Jay's here with us. Oh yeah, yes, Bonjour. Uh, everybody uh-huh. else is fucking. They're not Gone. dedicated, man. They don't have dedication. But, no, you you want a quick synopsis? I'll give you one. Drew, keep yourself okay. calm. I will keep myself calm. I don't want to have to go back and edit this. It all stemmed originally from the Zoe Quinn thing. Do you know about that? Mm, she made like a bad game. People harassed her or something, right? What she did was apparently somebody came out. One of her ex-boyfriends came out and said that he knows that she has slept with people in the gaming industry, particularly some people who are writers for Kotaku. That wrote stories about her game. That wrote stories about her game, and yeah. people people got all up in arms about their you know the integrity of the gaming journalists and <laughs> stuff like that, and it's just it, it's it's dumb. And then it, they started. And, you know, people started attacking her, and then people started attacking the writers, and then because you know the internet doesn't just say, "Well, that's bad." They they want to go and harass people and and dox their all their information and put it all online and stuff like that. And it's a bunch of bullshit mm. that is stemming from 4chan, pretty much. 4chan's a bunch of assholes over there. So it, it didn't begin and end at that statement you just made. It just kind of kept escalating. Well, now it's, it's, it's become a war between yeah. the, the the quote I'm using finger quotes the gamers and the journalists, yeah, both trying to make each other look like terrible people. Well, see the the, the quote unquote journalist. I can't stand that fucking word because I don't really like gaming journalists. I hate that term. There's a few but, people out there that actually do journalism in gaming. I understand that. But most of them do not. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, is that some people out there who want to make a statement, who have a lot of followers on Twitter, a lot of this happens on Twitter. And they they go out and say, gamers are a piece of shit and stuff like that. And I I hate to be associated with them now. And and I'm like, you're supposed to be writing about video games. So 
you're supposed to be a part of the gaming culture. You're basically calling your readers assholes. But what, if you're, let's say, quote unquote, a game journalist, wouldn't you also be a gamer yourself? Because you, you, know, you play games, right? You would think that, but I can guarantee you, there's a lot of people out there write about video games who really don't play them. Yeah, it's How's, more it's more of a profession than a passion. Yeah, it's it's that's, that's sad, know, but okay. And it goes, and, it, it, and, you know, and they start in with the whole, well, you know, you guys are trying to get paid for all this stuff, and it's all about getting your clicks, and, you know, and then, of course, you know, in the recent years, all the, the, the people are bringing it up with the sexism and being misogynistic and stuff like that, and it's, and they're like, well, you guys have been writing about this for years, and it's it's just a bunch of crap. I like I don't read those sites. I don't go to Kotaku. I don't go to IGN. I don't go to GameSpot. Well, that's the funny to, thing is IGN has been one of the few sites that's been that stayed of, out. Yeah, of that's it. kind of been left out of this whole thing. And that, well, I mean, I mean that says something to me. Well, it, it says something because IGN is a fucking business. Exactly. It, while these, all of while, these while, while all these guys like Kotaku and stuff like that, they're pr- they're pretty much blogs that are real popular. But they're still a business. Gawker's mm-hmm. a business. I understand that, but I'm just saying. But they're they have more freedom to say whatever the fuck they want to. Well, without, yeah, because they're not without much consequences. They're not like a. It's like comparing PBS to CBS. You know, it's yeah. just, it's a big difference in advertising money and all that fun stuff. So it's just it's a bunch of people yelling for 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 dumb reasons. Both sides are wrong, and they just need to stop. Yeah, gamers shouldn't be harassing people and making nasty death threats and sexist comments and all that stuff. And and journalists shouldn't shit on their their their, their what brings in the, their fucking paychecks. Yeah, that's don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Exactly, because people are going to stop reading you, and then guess what? All your precious clicks are gone. I didn't read them to begin with. But they're losing more and more is what I'm saying. All of my uh, video game news comes from Twitter. I think everybody's news comes from Twitter. I mean, because that's that's where it breaks first. Exactly. Isn't it kind of like a good thing, though, that this is happening to some degree? Because we all agreed that the gaming industry and this whole journalism side and the, the perspective that gamers have and what they are willing to click on and how easily they're manipulated. Isn't this kind of like an eye-opening experience for both sides to realize what they really are like? And in that way, they can kind of filter out the nonsense that's been kind of polluting the internet as far as how the gaming media functions. And in that way, these clickbait websites will start disappearing because they'll no longer have the following that they used to. And then you can kind of go back on the right path as far as what people should expect from gaming journalism as general. I would hope so, but I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it too because there's just so many people out there that that love their agendas. Well, they can't help themselves either. Like, look how popular TMZ is. Yeah, you, you just you just can't help yourself. You see this thing that says, "Look what so and so did to Justin Bieber," and you fucking click it because you can't help it, even though it's 99 percent of the time really dumb and bullshit most of the time too. Yeah, that's that's those, those people have problems though. They should realize that this. You should not be obsessed with other people's lives like that. No, you shouldn't. You really no. shouldn't. We're, we should be like discussing games. Yeah. yeah, that's what we should be talking about. And what's funny is there's been more conversation about this than all of the great fucking games that we've been playing for the past few weeks. Exactly. Man, what what great games have you been playing lately? Man? Oh my god, really good times for games. Oh, geez. and it's just getting started. It's like oh yeah, god, we're not even we're not even in it yet. 
It starts next <laughs> week. I've I've spent probably sixty hours in the past month just playing newer games. I'm like, God damn, there's a lot of great games out right now. Yep. It's ridiculous. Okay, you can't count Diablo. I can count it all day long. I spent. <laughs> that's a two-year-old. Two it's, it's not a new game. Oh, this is new to uh, PlayStation Four. There you go. <laughs> uh, truth be told, I've probably put sixty hours in that game. Too. Well, I mean, I guess we should all talk about the hottest new game for PS Four called Minecraft, then, right? You guys, that's, that's fuck, right? I got, I got sank back into that some bitch because they sent me a code for Xbox One. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that game is like, hey, I'll boot this up for five minutes and three hours later I'm like why do I have a wood house there's no, I, there's no I, point I, in I it I got Minecraft but oh. I can appreciate why people like it though it's, it's really kind of a crazy game for I, sure. th- I thought it was dumb as hell until I played it and then I'm like fuck you game I still can't get into it and I've played it I, yeah it's, it's one of those that you know some mm-hmm. people love some people hate it but damn I get soaked into that thing it's ridiculous I'm not much of a creator, like you know, I like Little Big Planet stuff like that. I just don't get into those games. Yeah, I look at it more like I'm playing with a, you know, an infinite set of Legos. Yeah, basically, it is everything is blocks, right? Yeah, and you just build whatever you want to build. Like I build a house, and then for some reason I'll build like a tunnel that leads to an island. And I don't even fucking. And I start dig. When you start digging, that's when it gets bad. Yeah. Because you find caves and hidden shit, and you're like, oh, fuck. Well, see, th- see, that would be kind of cool, just exploring and stuff like that. But then eh, it, there's not much of a game there as far as exploring goes. No, you just explore, which that's kind of probably what No Man's Sky is going to be. <laughs> that Yeah, that's what I'm expecting. Yeah, too. you just like explore shit and document it. And, I mean, there'll be other pieces to it, but there's other pieces to Minecraft. Like, if you want to play the whole survival thing, you know, keep it Well, I mean, there is out. a... There is an end to that game, though. I mean, you, if you go deep enough, you go to like hell, and you go you to can, the you go to the Nether, and then you fight the End Dragon. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there, I mean, you can't beat the game. So yeah, that's not why I play it, though. I don't yeah. know. It's it's real relaxing. My son now calls it the Steve game because I told him the dude's name was Steve. <laughs> so he's always like, "Play the game with Steve." I'm like, okay. I've uh, noticed kids actually really like those kind of games. I put my nephews playing like Terraria and Starbound on my computer, and they love it. They just yeah. can't get enough of it. That, that's the that's the hook for these younger yeah. kids is the the Minecrafts and then more recently stuff like Daisy. They just really? love those infinite games where you just try to survive or whatever. I, yeah. I, Daisy seems like a little too hardcore for children. Well, of course it's too hardcore for children, but come on, we played Doom when we were ten. I mean, if you're talking about this is true, but I mean, I'm, it's it's more like the the thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen year olds are all playing like Minecraft games and oh, yeah. like the Daisy and stuff like that. You know, when I was you know thirteen, fourteen, Diablo two. That's <laughs> so. what I'm saying. Is like you played these. Yes, no. I don't let my son play that stuff. Yeah, like he can play Minecraft. I'm okay with that. He's a little too young to grasp the concept of that. Um. You know, he mostly plays Mario Kart, Lego games, stuff like that. But it would not shock me that when he's like eight, nine, ten years old, he wanted to play something like Daisy. That wouldn't yeah. shock me. Would me personally, him? I'm not going to let him. You know. No, don't, don't. No. <laughs> no. Why not? Because that's he doesn't need to be seen that at nine, ten years old. We did. Yeah, we did. Look how we turned out. Well, I think Daisy's worse than Doom because of the whole multiplayer uh, interface to it. Well, yeah, you're yeah, socializing that's, that's, with yeah. all yeah. those people. You know, back when Doom was around, boy, 
You had to be fancy rich to play online. <laughs> yeah, no, that didn't happen. The first online game I ever played against other people was Unreal. No, not Unreal. It was uh, Quake 3. Hmm. So, I think I, I was the f- first one. I think mine was Duke 3D. Either Duke 3D or Doom 2. Wait, Duke Duke 3D had a online component to oh, it? Oh, hell yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Everybody was Duke, so it was kind of fucked up. <laughs> I played, like, Warcraft. Warcraft. What was it? It was either... Yeah, there, there was... Um, what came out first? Return to Castle Wolfenstein or or Quake 3? Oh, God. Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein, man. Are you talking about the original Wolfenstein? No, no. Return to Castle Wolfenstein. You're talking about the Xbox game. I, was it an Xbox game? Well, it depends. I played there's, on PC. There's Wolfenstein. Was the, Wolfenstein was the original. Wolfenstein 3D... Was mm-hmm. the follow up, and then there was Spear of Destiny, which was the expansion pack for Wolfenstein, and then there was Return to Castle Wolfenstein, yeah, which came after Spear of Destiny, which was before Quake Three. But there's also a more current game called Return to Castle Wolfenstein. It may be the more current game. I can't remember. I remember I played it online too. Um, there was another game I think I played before Quake Three. It was a mud, actually. Nobody, um, nobody knows what that is. Well, I, I know what it is, and I'm sure somebody out there knows what a mud is. <laughs> big wall of it's a big wall of text, and it says, "Would you like to go left, right, up or down?" You know, stuff like that, and you type in where you want to go. But it's a multi-user dungeon, so there was other people playing with you. So it's kind of like huh. uh, in the in the movie Big. Yeah, it's a, it's when a like tr- when he's trying to type in use ice crystal or whatever. Yeah, this, it, that that was kind of like a game, it, but it was also online, and you could. <laughs> It was, you know, other people would play with you. So it was like a, like an online Dungeons and Dragons kind of game. Makes me scared that most of the people listening to this show were not born when the movie Big came out. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good movie. Tom Hanks, right? Yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah, that was, that was a good movie. Great fucking movie. Uh, so what was the first console online games you guys played? Uh, it was big on the Dreamcast. Fantasy Star Online. Fantasy yeah, Star, that, that is it, right? Yeah. Daytona, Unreal Tournament, lots of Quake 3. Dreamcast was so ahead of its time. Man. Oh, it was. I, I, man, we used to love to play it. It was so archaic, though. Like, Daytona, you had to get a key. You had to log on to the website and get a key to play online. So weird. Yeah, it was... Like, I played Fantasy Star Online. I actually borrowed my friend's uh, Dreamcast. I didn't own one. I took it home for, like... Two weeks and just played nothing but Fantasy Star Online. Oh, Fantasy Star was <laughs> yeah. so good. It was. Yeah. Maxed out my character and everything. I was like, fuck yes, this game is awesome. It was funny, is like so much of that game is the same grind shit over and over again. I it was one of the first of its kind, so people didn't care at the time. Oh yeah. I yeah. I would go in and kill the same enemies like six hundred times in a row. It was so good. Was that before EverQuest ever came out? <sighs> I think EverQuest came first, but that's, you know, PC and uh, console has very different online uh, inceptions, I suppose. So. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you could technically play, what was that called, X-Band or something like that on the SNES and the Genesis? Was it the Genesis that had that? I don't think X-Band. the SNES ever had an online capability, did it? I don't really know if it was online. I would have to go back and look at that thing, but I know you connected a modem to it. Sega had that Sega channel thing. Yeah, that was sure. for like downloading games to play, like a rental service or something. But I, I swear there was something called like X-Band. It must have been for the Genesis. I don't know. But yeah, Dreamcast was the first time I really, really got Played it. Played online, yeah. yeah. I, I did a lot of LAN play on the PlayStation 1. 
No, Wait, take, there was LAN play on PlayStation 1? Yeah, you take your system over and it's got the link cable, two TVs, play Destruction Derby. Oh, oh man, I never even used that once in my life. Yeah. Was that actually good? It was It was really good. I mean, it was a direct connection, so there was obviously oh, okay. <laughs> no lag, but you had to plug your system and an extra TV, you know. And TVs yeah. back then were... <laughs> heavy? Yeah. yeah. yeah that Crush sucked. you, heavy. Yep. It was like carrying yeah. your PC to LAN parties. Like, fuck. Yeah, we, we did that uh, with Halo. Like I, I can I can safely say I played Halo One, but I never owned an Xbox. I never owned Halo One, but I I went to a friend's house and they'd have like three TVs set up and have like this fucking land thing going on, you know. And, and of course we'd try to put dividers up, please pieces of cardboard so you couldn't see each other. <laughs> of course somebody would be screen watching and and somebody get pissed off. And well, it's better than trying to you know keep people from looking at your screen in a split screen game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, I know what room you're in. You're fucking dead. <laughs> oh, that was the GoldenEye curse right there. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, man, GoldenEye was so good. It's not good now. No, it's no, not. It's not. It's really <laughs> Truth not. be told, it probably wasn't good back then either. No, but it, was, it wasn't. It was the first of its kind. Yeah, you know? it's, it's, it's not good now. It's really... Like, when they re-release Perfect Dark on Xbox Live Arcade and you try to play that game, like, it's still got great concepts... But man, the pacing and and the shooting in that game is really not very good. It's sad. Yeah. yeah, not a lot of first person shooters have aged well. Halo is the only one I can think of. Uh, Halo came at that second was it the generation after the Nintendo sixty four though. Well, it so did, but you know that's the only one that can still I could still play today and be like, yeah, this this is pretty good. Didn't Red Faction come first? Before Halo, I, don't, I think it did. Because I remember have. that that was a pretty revolutionary, like twin stick, you know, first person shooter. Well, let's think about it. Halo was a launch game for the Xbox, which came out in two thousand two. Uh, Red Faction for the PlayStation Two. I was trying to look it up, but I don't. Jesus, is there really not a listing for just Red Faction? I got Red Faction Two. Oh, here it is. Red Faction for the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. 2, yeah. 2001. Ah. Oh, no, sorry. Two, the, 2002. How about Time Splitters? When did that come out? That was a launch game for the PS2. Yeah. So it okay. came out in 2001. Hmm. Don't forget Turok. Yeah, that doesn't... Turok has aged well, either. No, I, I, played, I, uh... I played Seeds of Evil recently, and that's really, really bad. The controls in that game. Really cool weapons, though. Oh, it's still got the best weapon in an FPS ever. Cerebral, the cerebral bore. The cerebral bore. Yes, bro. Oh man, we used to play multiplayer Turok all the time. So good. Oh, but anyway, that was a a fun trip down memory lane. It was. 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 That's that's it. You know, Doom was the reason I bought a PC. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was a kid, like everybody was playing Doom, and I'm like, I've got to play Doom. So I went out and got, and this is horrible to admit now, but I bought a Packard Bell <laughs> computer. I think everybody Hewlett everybody Packard had a Packard Bell. Yeah. Packard Bell. Packard That's Bell. Just, Packard Bell was the name of it back then. What was it? It had four megabytes of memory. Oh, I can't even tell you how much well, mine had. Well, I had I, computers before then, because I, I had a Tandy 64K. When I was younger, it was the first time I played Tetris. It was actually the, the, the Russian name was on the cartridge. 
but yeah, I bought a PC, Windows PC, Windows 3.1 for uh yeah i had i had 3.1 as well had this weird interface like it it was like you're looking in a like a window or a door that that yeah windows get it no 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 but i mean it was like (laughs) it was like there was a bed and there was like shelves and your shelves are where you kept your programs and stuff it was weird yeah that i actually upgraded to windows 95 for beavis and butthead pc game nice because it would only run on windows 95 I think I only got Doom after '95. It came out, yeah, but it didn't I run too well on '95. I was a big Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 3D. Man. That was my game, man. I played the shit out of Wolfenstein 3D. I played Doom so much I couldn't even tell you on every system. Like I played it on the Jaguar, played it on 32X. I played it on Super Nintendo. I played a lot of Duke 3D. I didn't actually play that much uh, Doom and. Uh... Wolfenstein. Duke. Hey. Duke is funny because that game, like the first act of that game is really pretty good, but the subsequent acts are really terrible and that game is super long and really Yeah, boring. that yeah. game is really long. Yeah, and it's it gets awful. Like some of the stuff they have you do, it's like, just turn on the cheat codes and blast through this because if you're going to try to play it the way it's meant to be played, it is awful. I mean, that's how, that's how I always played Wolfenstein. I'd use the cheat codes and then, you know, get the freaking chain gun, just mow guys down. Oh, yeah. Well, everybody played Doom. Everybody remembers the Doom God Mode code. I mean... Oh, what is the God Mode code? IDDQD. ID, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then to get all the weapons, it's IDKFA. That's a good memory, Ken. That's a good memory. <laughs> I put those codes in so many times. I could yeah. tell you. So when it came out on the Super Nintendo and it didn't have a cheat code, I'm like, oh, fuck this game. You gotta actually play it. You gotta actually try. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. God, Wolfenstein, man. That was my that, game. You should totally play the new one. I know. I, I think I am going to probably pick that up one day. Especially since it's got that hidden level. I know. I've seen the hidden level. So. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> What's the? I actually beat that game. I didn't see any. You didn't do the hidden level. You didn't do the classic Wolfenstein level. Oh no! I had no idea there was a classic Wolfenstein. Yeah, when you're in the base, like the Uh uh, there's a bed on the third floor, and it just says nightmare when you hover over it. And if you hold it down, you get to go back and play the original level. Oh, dude! I didn't know. Yeah, it's it's all in the Wolfenstein graphics, but your character is the guy from the real from the new game. (laughs) They have like the old music and everything. The music is all original. It's so good. That sounds really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh, okay. So, moving into today, we'll we'll talk about new games. We'll start with Drew. Okay. Played few games. Um, for review, I played Dead Rising Three. Mm. Yeah. Apocalypse Edition is that? Yeah, I called? think it's called the Apocalypse Edition. Okay. Because it comes with all four of the. Single player expansions. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it's it's Dead Rising. I mean, let's just go ahead and talk about the game itself. The game itself is Dead Rising. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it, new it, Dead yeah. Rising. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, I have not been able to play Dead Rising three. I really wanted to because I don't own an Xbox One. But um, yeah. I mean, it's it's like jumping back into the boots of. Frank West, you know, you just, you, I see a herd of zombies and I say, hey, I want to go kill them. 
and then I go take a broadsword and chop those fuckers in half. So it's um, and that's that's the problem with me in Dead Rising is that I, especially with this one, because I can have so many zombies on screen, it's just like I I, I get sidetracked because you know like I have to kill every one of those. <laughs> you can't you can't kill every zombie that you run into, man. That would you would never have enough time to do any of the missions. I I know that. Well, you can you can just let the mission timer run out. Yeah. That's, well, what happens if you do that? Um. Well, the support. side the side missions you 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 just lose. You just out. lose those, but if you let the story mission run out, you act, something actually happens. But you can keep playing. Oh, okay. So, and you're you're able to go back to any point that you've completed, and it kind of you know ramps up the time to what it would normally be at that time. Yeah, this game is not nearly as punishing as Dead Rising One and Two. No, it's um yeah that they've turned that into pretty much a sandbox game you do whatever the hell you want to and they you know they have all these crazy weapons and combinations that you can do and it's good it really is it's um it to me it feels this is gonna sound weird because i've always been a dead rising fan to me it feels a little archaic Mm. it's it, it just it it's hard to explain i mean like you know dead rising came out what 2007 uh, it was a long time ago, yeah. You, you just you, you don't see games like that anymore. What what's up with Dead Rising and or, or Capcom in general and their philosophy of making picking up stuff really really hard? This is like you if you if you see a piece of foot right and your inventory is full, you shouldn't have to drop something just to pick it up and eat it. You should just be able to just eat it while you pick it up. And just like little things with the inventory and how you target things to pick things up really, really annoy me. Yeah, you they pick up one thing and there's like four other things in the vicinity and you can't target the one that you want like very well. And it's just like, eh, eh, eh. it's just really. really I mean, it, it feels that it feels kind of the same way in Dead Rising Three. And um, I will have to say though that they have improved the shooting in Dead uh, Rising Three. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Because I didn't, I didn't think that Dead Rising One was horrible, and Dead Rising Two wasn't very good either. But uh, the shooting, as far as you know, with guns and stuff like that, I think they 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 fixed it to where it's it's manageable now. Yeah, and it's nice that you can just kind of walk forward and press the shoot button. Yeah. Without aiming, and he'll aim at the nearest zombie. Yeah, they the he does a good job of actually targeting guys. Because in Dead Rising One and Two, there was a lot of times where I was just hitting the air because you know i didn't position myself perfectly you certainly don't get a lot of bullets no no you don't but that's what's so great about the combination weapons those i don't even use guns in dead rising just because the combo weapons are so fucking good the thing is is like it's hard to find combo worthy weapons you know what i mean like if i if my combo weapon breaks then i'm stuck with a crowbar for like an hour because I I don't have I don't know what's readily available as far as my combinations go. The best thing to do is to upgrade your inventory obviously and then just pick stuff up and if you just hold down the right bumper it'll tell you if you can combo it. Yeah, see that's my thing. I can only carry like five things now. Yeah, I think it maxes out at eight. And just, you know, like it's always, oh, you got some boxing gloves. Well, they're shitty against zombies just by themselves. But I want to hold on to them because I may find some, I don't know, meat cleavers to put onto them and make a combo weapon. But 
when am I going to run into a meat cleaver? Fuck if I know. Yeah, you there's, know? It, there's almost too much. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. There's almost too, too much, much and that's why it's great to max out your character because once you start upgrading those silver tiers up at the top, um, it allows you to create combos with different stuff. So say like you needed boxing gloves and meat cleavers and you don't have them, you have boxing gloves and you know a knife, you can still use that as the meat cleaver. You don't have to have a specific item. I don't know why they just didn't do that from the beginning. I don't know. It's it's just kind of a perk mm-hmm. to being maxed out, I guess. But yeah, um, now on to the more pressing matter. I don't think I don't know if this is my PC. It's I not. Will, it's I not true. <laughs> I will I will fully admit my PC is about three years old now, um, so it is running on some slightly older hardware. But my PC can still run games very well. I mean, I can run Crisis Three at ultra settings. Not as it doesn't skip a beat. But with Dead Rising Three, if I put it on high settings, it it chugs majorly. That's and what's was, funny is I could put it on high settings on mine, but mine crashed constantly. My on my so I've been playing on medium settings. Runs just fine on medium. Looks okay on on medium settings i mean it looks fine um but that's another thing every time i quit this game it crashes i have to bring up the task manager and i have to quit it yeah that seems like a pretty common bug with this game mm-hmm. um, i just i i honestly don't think that this game is optimized very well for the pc it's not uh, basically everyone that's talked about the game has said so it doesn't matter if you're using an NVIDIA or an AMD. All the cards function poorly. And it's not optimized or it doesn't have the option for SLI either. So you're kind of stuck with only using one GPU if you have the you know, SLI. I mean, they'll release some patches. Maybe there already has been patches uh, by the time this airs. But it's just a really bad port. And I'm yeah. disappointed. I, I actually kind of saw it coming because Capcom doesn't really have a good track record with the... Uh, with uh, the PC port, except for DMC, which they got help from. I mean, well, it was Ninja Theory yeah. and another other company that did it, so it wasn't even Capcom anyway. So I don't know. They they didn't do a good job with this one. It sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it runs fine on medium for me. Um, which I, that that was the thing because I didn't know. I was like, is this my PC is getting old? Is that is that the reason why? Because I mean, this is technically the first next gen game that is also on PC. You know, besides Watch Dogs, but I mean... Watch Dogs was built for everything from 360 all the way up to high-end PCs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. See, this is the first one to come out that was specifically built, yeah. for Xbox One. You know, and I'm thinking, well, maybe it is actually time for me to upgrade. But from... from I don't know much about computers and stuff like that, but I mean, I've asked people online. I'm running a GeForce GTX 570, and people are saying that should be well good enough. So, I don't know. This made me happy that I have the Xbox One because I went and played that this weekend. And it just it's so much a smoother experience. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as the game itself goes, the game's good. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as the optimization on the PC, it's a little dodgy. Uh, Dead Rising 3 is still my favorite next-gen only game so far. Really, 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 yeah, really, really love that game. Mm. I mean, what else is there besides like Killzone, Killzone, Rise, and Forza Five, and um, Infamous, Infamous, uh, 
Yeah, there's not a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, there really isn't that much. Uh, just just next gen exclusive games. So, but it's it's what's, still what's easily. the next one besides Drive Club? Uh, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. The slim pickings for the rest of this year for next gen, but you know how it is. Twenty fifteen. They're going to start getting games like Bloodborne and all the other really good stuff. So well, we'll see Batman, how that goes. Batman, Evolve, mm-hmm. Bloodborne. Ooh, what about Bound in Flame? That's 360 PS3, I think. Oh, was it 360 Yeah, PS3? I think it's cross. Yeah, okay. yeah I think so. And that game does not look like a next-gen game. Yeah, anymore. I don't think it's going to be a stellar game, but I think it's going to be a nice little sleeper hit. Yeah. I think it looks good. I'm, I'm interested to check that game out. Wait a minute, I'm, I'm talking about Bound by Flame. Yeah, the, the game's already out. Oh, the game no. that was bad but kind of good at the same time. Can't no, remember. that was that wasn't just next gen. Okay. What is the name of the other one? The one that's coming out. The one that kind of looks like Dark Souls, but it's not Dark Souls. Something yeah. Ancients. Something. No, it's not Ancients. Uh, Champion. Something like that. It's fucking. It's, it's a very the, forgettable name. It is a very yeah. forget because I yeah. forget it every time I want to like talk about the, that game. Fuck, I don't remember the name of that game. I don't know. Um, <laughs> is it coming o- out this year? October yeah. 29th, I think. Oh. Fuck, I can't think of that name. It's bad, too, because you can't search it because you have no fucking clue what the You have no is. idea what it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That, that, that Dark, Dark Souls, Souls kind of game. Yeah, it's October 29th, I think. Lords of the Fallen. There you Lords go. Of the Fallen. Man, how fucking generic. It's also actually I guess it's not coming out for uh the current systems. It's a uh, PC, PS4 and Xbox One. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then there's a next gen game. There you go. I don't look if we can if we can remember the title by the yeah, time. Yeah, it's, sure. it's coming oh, out man. the same week as Sunset Overdrive, so probably not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm excited for it. I'd love to play that game. No, I'm I'm not saying I'm not excited for it, but I'm just saying the general populace is gonna be like, What? Yeah. The hell Killer Instinct Season 2 coming out in October as well. Yeah, it starts... God, what is that? That pack comes out this month. Um, the disc retail version of Season 1 that comes with the early access to TJ Combo. Mm-hmm. So that drops in September, and then I guess Season 2 officially starts in October. Interesting. I'm okay. St- I'm stoked for that, obviously. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I played that. Played. Uh, obviously, I played a lot of um, Diablo. Yeah, who did? I beat. I beat the game with my hardcore character. Oh, um, did you? Nice. Yeah. I uh, all I gotta do now is get to level seventy. I'm on my way to my second seventy. <laughs> I've decided. So I've been using the barbarian for my hardcore character because I wanted something that could take a lot of hits. Um, and I've pretty much got that optimized to where I'm going to be regenerating health so much that it, it would be very difficult for me to die. What difficulty are you playing in, Dudrio? Expert. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, but I switched it up because I was using Hammer of the Ancients, which is the you know one of the early unlockable uh, abilities. But I switched to Whirlwind. And now I'm starting to think, why didn't I use Whirlwind to begin with? <laughs> because that this thing just fucking tears up, dudes. <laughs> you so. know, that's the thing about Diablo. You need to have the right gear in order to make right builds work. So if you have the right weapons to work with a certain build, then yeah, you should go for it. 
Here's my thing, though, because I like the PC version whenever you would look at your runes and it would show you, this is fire damage. This is going to be cold damage. They don't do that on the PS4 version. So I don't know if this is cold damage or... That yeah. seems like a major mission for no reason. Why would they not put that there? I don't know. It just it doesn't even pop up. Maybe there's like a button you have to press while you're looking at it to make it toggle. I was I I looked everywhere for it and I just couldn't find anything. I was like, wow. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about the runes for your powers? Yeah. There's a description right below. It tells you what it does. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't tell you what elemental damage it is. Every rune has a different elemental damage. It could be physical. It could be ice. It could Aren't be poison. Color coded. Yeah, but I mean, it's but it doesn't say specifically. So I don't know if this is doing. I have a rune that's green, but it sure as hell isn't doing poison damage. I don't think. I don't know. Uh, yellow is holy, red is fire. Uh, let's see, and then you have what? What else is there? Cold is blue. Mm-hmm. So whatever else is left over must be physical, because that's oh. all the elements. Uh, uh, the physical is 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 red. Physical is red. Yeah. Eh, it doesn't make any sense because yeah, the your fire would be red. Because the the hammer of the ancients, they have the the rune slam, uh-huh. which I know is just physical damage, and it's red. Yeah, I guess you could always hop online on your PC and check what the thing is. I mean, that's so fucking lame. I mean, <laughs> it is, it is. There's probably a way to look at it, you just don't know what it is. Or you could just, you know, play on the PC Master Race, you know, the better version of the game. Yeah. The more complete I, version with more content, you know, I'm just I'm, saying. Just you know, now, because you guys just got an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, we have something, you know, consoles don't, you know. Yeah, well, we have stuff that you'll PC never story. have. What do you think about yeah. that? Yeah, you oh, have... Last of Us DLC. Oh no, what is it? No, you don't. Have, no. You don't have the. You don't have the mail system either, and nope. you don't have the um, the uh, revenge demon. Nope. That is the mail system where you can send gifts. Yeah, you. You every once in a while you'll find gifts for a certain person on your friends list that plays, and you can Excellent. send it to them, and it's always a legendary item. Screw that guy. That's what I say. Screw that. Guy. <laughs> if you want, if you want legendaries that drop from my games, you join my game. That's how it works. Don't See, and then, the, get, then the, the revenge demon. That's the that's the master race talking right there. Mm-hmm. Don't <laughs> worry about it, guys. You guys keep playing on your little controllers, you know. Not to mention the dodge button we have. Uh, that is kind of interesting. How did, how are they uh, like doing the difficulty if they're adding another evasion mechanic to the game? Well, there are what twenty seven <laughs> levels of difficulty. I think you can you know balance it out. Yeah, I suppose. I, Diablo has never really been about balance anyway. It's always about being overpowered. So, well, yeah, it's so. about fighting. Uh, they they sure are hell is patching shit constantly. Yeah, the they piece. do. And we haven't got a lot of patch. I don't think we've had a single patch on the uh, the there's console version one. yet. There's been has one. there been one? If you look at your update history on the PS4, is version one point one or something like that? Hmm. But they. They did say that they're going to support the PS4 and Xbox One version. Yeah, the 2.1 yeah. patch should be coming real soon to console. Yeah, oh, 2.1 is great. You guys are yeah, going to like it. The newest patch that just came out, they said it's supposed to be coming like in the next month, I think. Cool. So, we'll see that. Um, play a little bit of Madden. Yeah, I started another season. I haven't finished my first season yet. I finished my first one, went to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Turns out they changed my starting quarterback. So I'd they, start over. They changed it for you? No, 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 no. In, in real life. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we switched our starting quarterback, so now i got to go back and play again. 
Plus, I got so my I, sliders set the way I want now, so. I saw that Twitter post of uh, Ken with a beatdown on Drew on uh, <laughs> Madden. What's up with that, Drew? What's up? What's going I, I on beat there? Him. Hey, I beat him the first game. Legitimately. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Nah, he, 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 he scored a bunch of touchdowns like the first two quarters, and I just started like... I don't know, going for it on fourth and then not making it and shit like that, and he just kept racking up the points. <laughs> it was to the point I was like, halftime, I was like, ah, fuck it, just keep going. <laughs> yeah, that was a ridiculous score. That was I, I, that was the most. That was the first time I got the trophy for scoring fifty five points. I'd never scored that many points in a game. <laughs> yeah, that's. I just kept that's... running it up. I'm like, let's go. Let's get another touchdown. Let's go. That was yeah. fun though. We need. To, I, I wish we had more time to play. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's. I need to get back into it. I've been. I've been kind of concentrating on this hardcore character. I want to. I want to get it to level seventy, and then I can retire that character. So, but when it comes to Madden, do you guys haven't? You know, you guys have played the multiple iterations of the game. Like I know, can you play like Madden fourteen on like three sixty and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So when you switched over to the Xbox One version, or did you get the PS4 version, whichever version, right? Yeah. Did you feel like there was enough of a change, enough of an upgrade to kind of say, well, this is the Xbox version of Madden now? Yeah, or definitely. It, yeah? The, okay. the, this one, this year's, not last year's. Last year's was on PS4 and Xbox One, and it felt mm-hmm. like a high-res version of right. the old... Con- this one, whole new ball game. Wow. Yeah, okay. it's, it's huge. I mean, visually, you know, gameplay mechanics... Uh, the only thing that's missing that upsets me is that the team play is gone. That's the only yeah. piece that's missing that I'm really upset about. But everything okay. else is fully featured, and the engine is... It feels new. It looks new. I mean, this looks like a next-gen map. Yeah, it looks fantastic. So, the... I mean, they obviously released the same game on 360 and PS3 as well. So there is, like, a huge jump in quality in this time compared to the last years, right? Yeah, I haven't played... The, the last gen versions of this year's game, but I've heard it's just last year's game with upgraded rosters. So. Okay. But yeah, I um, this is the first Madden I've played since like the nineties. So <laughs> when the ambulance still ran over players, yeah, that was so much fun. <laughs> I wish the ambulance would still come out on the field as dumb as that is. <laughs> what what Madden game had ambulances come out of the field? Uh, 94, 95. Yeah. When the player got injured, an ambulance would come out, drive across the field, which was hilarious. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've ever seen that in a real football game. Actually, no. It's because it doesn't happen. If, <laughs> they, if they get wheeled off the field, then they get that little golf cart that comes out and gets them. But that's great. Well, anyway, I'm playing that. Um... I think that's about it. I I, I did review. Um, God, what was the name? I think I talked about it, though. Under defeat. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. Shmoop. Um, yeah, shoot 'em up. Shmoop. Um, there was one other game I reviewed, but I can't remember what the fuck it was. Velocity. Velocity X Two. Just because you've had that game for like a month and a half. Yeah, a month and a half. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's going to happen because. I got emails from a couple people this week, and I guess Hyrule Warriors is already floating around out there. And I got an email last week about Disney Infinity, and I'm like, oh shit, here it comes. Here it comes. I have to keep all these fucking dates in order. 
Oh yeah, here's a, uh, another game that I got that I can actually talk about. There is no review embargo, um, but I'm going to be continue working on it until I'm ready for the review. Uh, Natural Doctrine. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell me about that game. Um, he hasn't, I have, he hasn't beat the first level yet. That's no, no, no. <laughs> I have. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I died three times in the first level. <laughs> Isn't that so supposed what? to be the tutorial level? Yes. <laughs> so it's really easy is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, peace cake. People have said, I've read people say that this is the Dark Souls of strategy games. That, they're not, that, they're, that right they're there, not kidding. Yeah, that right there, I will never play this game because of what you just said. <laughs> yeah. It is a turn-based strategy game. Um, uh, close to, I'd say it's a mixture of Fire Emblem and Valkyria Chronicles. That sounds um, awesome. Yeah, uh, it's it looks like crap. Um, <laughs> th- this looks like oh. a er- early, early PS3 game, something from like 2006. This game is only on PS4, right? Uh, no, I think it's also on PS3. Okay, so it's cross gen. I think it's also on Vita as well. Well, yes. that, that explains a lot then. Okay. But it looks really bad. I mean, the, the characters and all that stuff. I mean, that's no whatever. That's that's, that's beside the point. This is a strategy game. Um, yeah, it's it, you 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 control a small band of of characters, um, and you move them each at a at, at each turn. So there's a turn. You move all your characters, then the bad guys move. But there's a special way of uh, com- combining attacks. So, like, say I have my main guy move forward and attack a guy when he when when he chooses to attack a guy. You can do combos, so so it, it allows you to move your other characters. Even though their turn's not next, they'll be able to move because one of their partners is is doing a, 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 an event, basically. So, um, and then you can, so everything's divided into grids. So you can move a character into one grid, but the thing is, is you can actually move around inside the grid too. So it's kind of like in Valkyria Chronicles, where you can actually move wherever the hell you want to. Um, and positioning plays a huge part in it. So, um, it's, it's weird. The, the, it's like a fantasy genre, but I mean, they use guns too. So, uh, so the, I have two guys who are sword and shield people or the main character is the guy with the sword and shield. And then there's, uh, his partner, which is, I don't even know what her name is, but she uses a sword and shield as well. Um, but then I also have another character who uses a gun. She's like a, sh- a sharpshooter. So what I can do is is I can bring my main character with the sword and shield up front and have him use like a special shield ability like you know a full guard or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he he basically creates a barrier in front of him. Then I can bring my my gun person directly behind him and then she can pick off guys while you know while being protected by the shield. Um so it's all about positioning. This game will not hesitate to kill you, and it's and it's one of those things where you don't even realize it's happening until, because see, you do what you do. You position all your characters. You have them do what you want them to do, and then you hit go, and then it shows them hitting and missing and stuff like that. Okay, and it and it does it with the with the enemies too. So they'll all go into position, and I'm like, okay, this doesn't look that bad. Then they hit go, and then everybody fucking dies, and I'm like, well. That kind of sucks. And here's the problem. As far as the first few missions go, if one of your character dies, 
You have to start over. Ah, just straight game over for any of your main characters dying? I don't think that's the case later on, but but right now it's I have four people. I have the two new recruits, which are, are the main characters of the game. Their leader, who is like this guy who uses a, a, a broadsword, like a two-handed broadsword. Um, he's like the old veteran mercenary. And then the woman who hired us, who is the sharpshooter. And it's it's all story driven so far, and I have a feeling later on in the game you're going to get more companions who could probably die and not be that big of a deal. Um, mm. so I don't know how it works. I'm like, like I said, I haven't got that far into it. I probably only put about two hours into it, and in those two hours, I've only made it to the third mission. Can you like change the difficulty around so that you'd have an easier time? Yes, I. You can move it down to easy, and I didn't see a difference. Really? Yeah. Still, still died, huh? Yep. I bumped it down to easy, and that second mission was like, I don't, I, I don't know what to do. See, the thing is, you have to utilize the whole. All right, have your character instead of running away. So, so you run into these monsters in this cave. That's what the situation is, and these monsters start chasing after you. Well, there's only three guys. The the veteran guy staying back because he's having to hold the door open. So, I have to make it back to him. Uh, I can't kill all these bugs that are chasing after me. So I have to run away. Well, they can hit me from afar. So even though I run away from them in like three different grids, they can still hit me with projectiles. So you have to use a character and then block. That allows my other characters to do a combo of basically just running away. So it's like this weird balance of having a character do an action just so you can move your other characters. This this game sounds like a boring simulator. I, I don't know. It kind of sounds cool. There's a it's, lot of strategy involved to it. There's a ton of strategy involved. I don't think it's boring by any means. Um, but it is one of those where, like Dark Souls, you have to take your time. You have to be methodical because you have to be one step ahead of everybody else. Yep. Not for me. Maybe so. maybe I'll actually check this game out. You just pique my interest a little bit. Yeah, it's it's, it's not bad. I mean, the story's whatever. Um, uh, but but it's, you just said it was it was driven by story, but the story's. I mean, it's 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 typical Japanese RPG. I'm the new recruit, but I'm you know I'm a go getter. So it's an and, anime. Yeah, it's an anime. It's, I'm sorry, know? it's an anime. Anime. What the and, heck you know, says it? Anime. I, I, anime. Some fucking purist. I don't know. Just like they call it manga. manga. Instead, of, instead of manga? They sound like Buffy. Or <laughs> It's manga, I want to tell you. Just, just, just punch that person right in the nose and continue on with your day. That's usually what I do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Like I said, it doesn't come out to the 30th. So I have some time to play it. I want to I put some, obviously put a lot more time into it, but... It's interesting. It's okay. uh, I, I don't I don't think it's uh, bad by any means. I mean, it, if you if, if people are looking for an amazing graphical game, then you you skip this completely because I, it. I looks, think anybody looking for an amazing graphical game is not going to be picking up Natural Doctrine. <laughs> it's not going to be in their wheelhouse. Yeah, but it is interesting. So I we will give play it that. Last of Us. Neat. Mm-hmm. Last of Us looks looks good still, man. I know. I never said it didn't look good. Oh, I thought you were being sarcastic. No, no, no. People who want super graphical games buy stuff like Last of Us. 
But yeah, um, I want to say that's pretty much it. Okay. Okay. I I pretty much can tell you what you're playing this week. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm going to play as much Diablo as I possibly can, and then the new Diablo comes out. Uh, no. What? No, it's not Diablo. It's just another game that starts with D. <laughs> what, that what has is it? a level up system and loot. And the all loot that. is no, no, it, and it, it dungeons. Does not, it does not have the level of loot of Diablo, and you damn well know it doesn't. <laughs> I'm going to be playing Destiny. Oh, I totally forgot this coming out. I, I didn't forget it's coming out. I got a copy of it sitting right here that's completely fucking useless. You can't play the single player component you, of that game no, at all. There's no single player component technically. You you the start screen says log into the servers, and if the servers are down, you cannot play. Oh, so so much for reviews, huh? Yeah, there <laughs> there will be no review. If there's a review on Tuesday, they're full of shit because the servers don't go live until Monday morning at eight a.m. Yeah. Uh. 8 a.m. Pacific or 8 a.m. Eastern? 5 a.m. Pacific. Mm. 8 a.m. Eastern. But yeah, that that game ought to be fun. I'll play with you guys, too. <laughs> I will get my jump start on Monday just to I see am, how everything I, is running. But Wish me luck. I am actually going to go to the midnight release of this. Why? Are you? At my local GameStop. Why? Because I want to. Are you going to play it that night? Yeah. Really? You're going to start sure. playing a video game at 1 o'clock in the morning. Sure. What is it, like a Tuesday or Friday or something? What is no, it's night? tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Drew, <laughs> you have work in the morning, man. No, I don't. <laughs> you don't? You took no. off? No, I, I'm off Monday and Tuesday. But still, oh, you okay. were yawning Wait. at 9.30 last night. That's true, but I mean, <laughs> I've been drinking a little bit, too. <laughs> and plus, I had to finish my fucking laundry, which I'm still not done with. Jesus Christ, how much laundry oh, do you go through, man? I had to change my fucking sheets on my bed. Oh, I was gonna say, like you don't you do it once a week? Yeah, I do it. What once do you a do? Week. Change your clothes six times a day? I don't know. No. <laughs> it's just you, man. You should have seven shirts, seven pairs of pants. I don't even have that much. Fuck. I've been wearing the same blue jeans for the past three weeks. Is your washing machine running off steam engines or something? No, I just you know, I mean it's I take my time with my shit, you know. You take your time with your laundry? <laughs> you don't There's do a timer it. on it. You set it up and it finishes by yourself. I mean, I don't start another load until later on. I feel like you're making something very simple, complicated. He doesn't too. take his time with his laundry. He's lazy with his laundry. That's oh, okay. Exactly. That's the go. thing. There you go. That's the true state. Okay, well, let's talk to Jay then and see what he's been playing. You've been playing a lot of stuff. Uh, I have, but like the two games I've been spending the most time playing, I can't talk about because embargo it's so fucked i've never seen a nis game with an embargo this is troubling to me i feel like yes game nis nisa Nisa. oh yeah nippon ichi software entertainment what game game is this? Uh, that's fairy fencer f for nisa it's actually a developed by compile heart oh god people you love from the (laughs) neptunia games no you know what's funny is this is the first copy because usually what they'll do is they'll send us you know one of those silver discs or for the Vita one of those blank cartridges mm-hmm. for a game and we didn't even get one of those for this. This code just showed up what three days before the game comes out. Yeah, not too not not too early, but at the same time the fact that they have an embargo really surprised me because you know Nisa has released not so great games but they never had embargoes on many of them. No, they yeah. encourage you to talk about them before they come out. 
Yeah, and I think I think that's how the transparency of like, journalism and you know how the players ought to be for expectations' sake. It's good, and I always applauded them for that. But the fact that this has an embargo really troubles me, and I can't I can't even talk about the quality of the game itself, saying it's better or good. You know, to kind of lay down suspicions and stuff because the embargo. I can't. You know, it's just it just lays down like a blanket of suspicion that you can't you can't feel uh, nothing but pessimistic about. Is it an RPG? Yeah, it's it's an RPG. Like a turn-based RPG? Uh, yeah, yeah. Likened to, I don't know, Neptunia? Something similar, but okay. I can't say about the quality of the game. Cause well, you don't have to say quality of the game. You can just say, yeah, it's a turn-based RPG. Yeah. Kind of like Neptunia or the other game that I really fucking hate, Mugen Souls. I thought you really fucking hated Neptunia. I can stand Neptunia more than I can Mugen Souls. Mugen Souls is fucking annoying. I was going to say that Neptunia has got like a huge fan base. It does, right? I can't believe that. I cannot fucking believe that. There's like six of those games now, right? Between the US and Japanese releases. There's even like an idol version of the game for Vita that was really bad, but people liked it anyway. People seem to love Neptunia. Japan, man. I've never, I have never touched one of those games. I have, I have seen the purple girl on the cover six hundred times, but I have never played mm-hmm. one of those. Games. You know they're based on consoles. Yeah, they're based right? on video game mm-hmm. consoles. Yeah, I know that mm-hmm. much about them, but yeah, no. And not. and the main character is based on a console that never even came out. The Dreamcast? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, the Sega Neptune. It, eh, that's a, it was a code name. I thought it was actually a console that they never released. Uh, though the, the, their systems have code names. I'm pretty sure Neptune was Saturn because Dreamcast had two. One of them was Katana, and I can't remember what the other one was. I think Neptune was the code name for Saturn. I think you're right. Yeah, because no. Dreamcast. Why didn't this call her Saturn then? It's it's their code names. Every every console when they're working on them have code names. Like the original Xbox, I think it was Xeon. And I don't remember what the, the 360 was. Dreamcast had two two iterations. One was Katana. I can't remember the other. The, the GameCube was the Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like the president's code names, you know, that they have for each president. It's the same principle. Just a code name that they refer to it as internally. Natal. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Project Natal. Project Natal. Oh, boy. Or what was, uh, what was the Vita? Or was it the PlayStation? The something 2? Was it? Fuck. Portable 2? I don't know. Yeah, PlayStation Portable, some, there was a name for it before it came out. I, no, it was the Vita. And it had a weird, like... Well, Vita was supposed to be, like, Latin for life or something. Yeah, but they had yeah. a code name for it. They called it before that. We even had it in our news tags. Hmm. Oh, I don't remember what it was. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so the other game that I can't talk about is the uh, Theater Rhythm. Final oh, yeah, Fantasy. the Square Enix. Yeah, the curtain thing. And I really want to talk about that game, too, but I can't. <laughs> well, it's funny because there's a demo, so people are talking about it. You know I know. I mean? there's hey, People already know what the game is about, and I can't talk about it. Cause, uh, oh, well. I kind of like the really first killing. one. Uh, well. If you yeah. like the first one, you <laughs> might like the second one. <laughs> Hey, this one's gonna... Can I even say that? I don't even know what I'm allowed to say. I know yeah, I'm allowed I... to say I can, I'm playing it. I can say factually what the game is, but is that's basically yeah. I can't say anything opinionated, right? Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. What's funny is the first time I've seen you know, you know a different version of that is with Destiny. They were like, you can say whatever you want as long as you don't put a number on it before Tuesday morning or whatever. That's so stupid. I'm like, why did why 
Never mind. I understand why you care about the number. <laughs> Metacritic, yep. man. Yeah. Yeah. Goddamn Metacritic. But, yeah, okay, those two games I put the most amount of time on and I can't talk about them. And the other game that I put a little bit more time into is the Danganronpa 2. There's a lot of endgame content. So I've been making my way through some of that. Did you did, it, did you try Danganronpa games at all, Ken? I know you have a Vita. No, never, never should. touched them. You should. Man. Like, even though you might not like visual novels, those games get you hooked in, within like the first 30 minutes. And you want to just find out what happens next and just keep playing. And it, gets, it just gets crazier. And it's just really fun to deduce like crimes and such. So I, I like those games a lot. Is it, it? I mean, do you make a lot of choices and stuff in it? Um... You make the choices in the way where it's kind of like Ace Attorney, right? Uh-huh. You have to you have to present the right evidence for the right times. So okay, so it's certain all right. it's more it's more hands on than say like Corpse Party is. Oh no, no, Corpse Party is just straight like you know just choose your adventure visual novel. You can yeah. butter, like, do investigations and you can butter your poopers in Corpse Party. Yeah, butter what? Butter poopers. That was a fucking line in Corpse Party. Uh-huh. You can butter my pooper. Yeah, butter my pooper. <laughs> Play the first one, of course. Party. I thought it was okay. That's such a great line. I played the second one, which was basically a time loop. So everything that happened in the first game happened in the second one. Boy, that's but, that's a cop out nowadays, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. Except now you have the knowledge of what happened in the first game, so you can prevent the stuff from happening. You know, the only one of those kind of games I have is what they give away: Virtue's Last Reward on PlayStation yeah. Plus. That I game's have, good, though. I've never even downloaded it. What was the first one called? Nine nine nine. Yeah, I fucking love nine nine nine. Did it's an amazing game. Yeah, I was I really liked that game. I sat there. I, it was never. I was I had to work night shift, and I played it like. Why in, don't you uh, pick up Virtue's Last Reward for the 3DS, Drew? Did, did they have it for? The, I thought it was only for the Vita. No, no it's for out. 3DS and Vita. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, you should definitely pick that up. It's uh, it's also pretty good on 3DS. I'll I, I prefer on the Vita because you know the single screen. I think it's better for that one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's good. And the other game I've been playing is D3 with some friends online. The 2.1 patch has been very good. Uh, some of the things that they added, like the Greater Rift, uh, Keystone Challenges, and things like that. Like Torment 6 used to be the highest level of difficulty. But that's not... Torment 6 is like a cakewalk now. Oh, what, what was the most difficult is now just like, oh, good for you. You know, It's like, you know, it's, it means nothing. Now you go there and you basically put in this keystone that you get uh, randomly by defeating the Rift Lords at the end of Rifts. And you put the keystone in and it challenges you to, you to this arena battle where you get waves of enemies coming at you. And depending on how many waves you're able to kill and how fast you kill them, it gives you a ranking of a keystone. It goes from 1 to 50. And out of 50, I've made it to like 33. And you know my gear. Like I'm, I'm like 1.6 million DPS or like 12 million toughness and shit, but I can only monk. make it through. Yeah, I can only make it to 33. So you can you can kind of gather how tough this game goes. And there's leaderboards, there's seasons that introduces brand new legendaries exclusive to the seasons. Uh, there's achievements only uh, you know realizing like items and stuff like that that you can only get in seasons. And also there's things like the Goblin Rift. Where you kill a goblin and randomly you can actually enter the rift that they run in, run away into, right? And you go in there and there's just treasure chest filled with gold and items everywhere. And you kill a special boss and you get a gem that allows you to get gold from killing enemies. And you get like 20 million gold in 6 minutes. It's fun. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Diablo is fun. Um, 
But I mean, you know, it's, it's still Diablo. But I, I like the fact that they're adding a lot of new content. 2.1 was really big as far as content. And I, I'm sure when you guys get it, you guys will have a good time with it, too. Yeah, the I, mean, old... I, can, I can play it now. I, mean, I have it on yeah, PC. Yeah, I have a PC is... version, but I don't have a 70. I, only, I think my highest on PC was like 54. I got a 70 Witch Doctor. That was it. Witch Doctors are, uh, got a lot of buffs, too. All the classes got changes to how their skills work. And a lot of the synergy increased. So, like, you might be able to clear content you weren't able to before because your character and skills have been uh, buffed quite significantly, which is nice. You know, you want you want your characters to be more powerful. But uh, yeah, that's that's about it. That's basically all I played. I can't talk about the two games that I played. So it's just <laughs> sorry, guys. It's just the way it works. You know what's really funny is that game. Dan Rumpa. I can't say the name of that game in my head without singing it to the Beastie Boys Shake Your Rump. I don't I'm not familiar with the Shake Your Rump song. Oh man, it's a classic. You know, it's the, it goes Shake Your Rump. So whenever I say Dan Rumpa, I say Dan Rump. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I don't, that, that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It sticks, sticks in my head because it's the only word that has that same amount of syllables that works in that song. Dangan. What does that mean? Uh, Danganronpa? I used to know. Doesn't Danga mean dragon, though? I don't... Ryu means dragon. Doesn't this game take place in I thought Ryu meant fist. No, Ryu means dragon. It's okay. What does Danganronpa even mean? Yahoo answers. Oh, God, Uh, not Yahoo answers. Oh, apparently (laughs) this one's correct. Uh, Dangan is... Bullet and Rompa is winning in a debate. That actually makes perfect sense. Oh uh, yeah, because they use truth bullets, right? Yes, that's correct. Oh, See? Okay. That's clever. There you go. And it's got a bear. Because yes. I remember that's what the name of the fucking the Dragon's Dogma fucking song was. <laughs> I love that song. There's a dun- oh there is a Dangan, right? Yeah, he said just like the Dangan. Just like the just like the bullet, I guess. Just like the bullet. The wind is pushing me. Just like a bullet. Just like a bullet. Like a dime store. <sighs> that song. Never gonna play that game. Oh, I love that fucking oh, song. You gotta play that game. Oh, it's so good. If they ever make a sequel... No, like, it's because rates. you didn't buy it. They won't make a sequel. Way to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not I mean, I have, it, down, I have it for said. free on PS Plus, but it's... Yeah, I know. You've never played Dragon's Dogma at all? I played it for like two hours and I couldn't get into it. Oh, man, I fucking love that game. Yeah, I love that game. All right, well, let me wrap this up. Um, It's not like I can't talk about Destiny. I can tell you about me putting it in and installing it, and that was fun. Exciting. Takes you to a screen that says, hey, logging. Nope. (laughs) Kicks you back out. You can't even change options. You can do nothing. So people without internet shouldn't play this game. You can't. (laughs) <laughs> you legitimately Wait, did they say that on like the front of the box in like an nope. 82 font nope they it's, should it's right? on the they back should. you know where all the things like 1 to 4 players all that stuff is uh-huh. it's there and it says multiplayer required oh boy so yeah it's not like on the, it's not like on um, like PVZ when you buy PVZ there's a big box on the front of the box that says hey you gotta have Xbox Live Gold to play this some some uh, oblivious parents are gonna buy this for their kids, and the kids are gonna get real disappointed. Yeah. Oh. oh well, online only, baby. It's coming. Mm. It is coming. You can't play Diablo without being online, right? Or did they, they changed that, didn't they? 
I don't know how it works in consoles, but you can't no. play online. On okay. consoles, you can be offline and play. On PC, you cannot. Oh, that's yeah. right, because when PSN was down, I was playing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> fuck, what did I play? played Minecraft for the Xbox One. Exciting. That's fucking Minecraft, dude. What's really cool, though, is you can, like, import your, your worlds from 360, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, and you do get a discount on both systems if you own the original. So, like, it's 20 bucks, or if you own the original PS3 or Xbox 360 version, it's 5 bucks. Mm. So, I mean, that's, that's, okay. not, that's not terrible to upgrade to the new, especially since the map is bigger, which I think is the biggest change to that, instead of the little console tiny world, you now have the huge massive world that I think is the same size as the PC. So, I mean, it's Minecraft. People who didn't dig it aren't going to dig it. And people who loved it are probably going to buy it again. Because, as we've seen in the NPDs, that game sells every fucking month. Yeah, yeah. it's insane. <sighs> that game. I can't believe it. Yeah, it's still in the top ten. And that's just the, the retail copy. You know that, right? Yeah. Because MPD doesn't track digital. Imagine what that fucking thing is done digitally. Wait, there's like retail copies of Xbox One and PS4 versions of Minecraft out there? No, there's digital. There's retail copies of 360 PS3. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, the Xbox One PS4 versions are not dig- are not retail yet, but wouldn't shock me if they do. Because that game just sells fucking gangbusters. Uh, like Drew, I play a lot of Diablo, a lot of Madden. I think we've kind of beat those two games to death. Mm. Um, but I am reviewing a few games One of them being Minecraft One of them being Flockers Which I haven't even had a chance to play yet Never even heard of that one That is the Team 17's new game The guys that make worms Oh yeah, uh, you're telling me about that, yeah Yeah, it's the sheep game or what? It's on my Xbox, I haven't played it yet 360 or Xbox One? Xbox One Okay. Um, actually, I can't talk about it That's right, It is embargoed to like the 11th Really? So, but I haven't even played it, so it's not like I could tell you about it anyway. Um, I downloaded my free copy of Need for Speed Rivals because that was added to EA Access this week. How's your experience with that service thus far, Ken? It's fucking great. For somebody who doesn't own those games and is actually mm-hmm. moderately interested in them, so like I got to play Madden early. If I wanted to, I could go play NHL right now, the full version, um, which is cool. Uh, they've given me Battlefield, Madden 25, which is pointless now, but at the time it was kind of neat. Uh, FIFA 14, which I'll play eventually. I've got it downloaded. I've just never been a soccer guy, but for a free full version of the game, yeah, I'll play it. And then they added Need for Speed Rivals. So between Battlefield 4 and Need for Speed Rivals, I paid 30 bucks for a year. So hmm. I've already got my money back, and then when Dragon Age Origins comes out, I've decided to play it on Xbox One, and that means I'll get to play it you know, five days early. Hmm. So, yeah, service has been great for me. As soon as this stuff goes up, I just go straight into the store, download it, ready to go. Um, although I've come to the conclusion that my Xbox One is full now. I think <laughs> I have like 30 gigs left. Oh, wow. Um, so I ordered a, uh external terabyte hard drive to plug into that thing. So, yeah. I'm always concerned about using external hard drives to like load up games from. I, I always worry that uh, it's gonna like make the game slower or have some kind of performance issues. Um, I've got one on my Wii U, works fine. Uh, and then Xbox One only supports USB 3.0. Oh, so okay. I'm a That's little, better. I'm a little, you know, more. I, I've actually heard it loads faster. 
hmm. than from the hard drive internally. So I will see, because what I'll do is when I get that hard drive, I'll plug it in and then move everything over to that hard drive so that the system hard drive is empty. So, But I've heard, yeah, it loads faster. That, that, that shouldn't happen based on the how the... The data is transferred through the SATA, like two or three cables, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, all I can tell you is Xbox One's loading times are fucking terrible. Are uh, they? Yeah, I've not oh. figured out why yet. Uh, like Dead Rising 3 takes forever to load. Rise? Rise oh, is one God. of the longest loading games I've ever played in my life. And it takes forever to load a game of Rise. So yeah, that's, yeah. that system's got some loading issues. There's, Interesting. There's no doubt about that. And then, of course, you know, people comparing how long it takes to install a game, PS4 versus Xbox One, it's night and day. PS4 Destiny took me about, I don't know, three, four minutes, and it was 22 gigs off the disc. Installing an Xbox One game takes forever. Yeah, I gotta say, the PS4, the the mechanics behind how you load up and play the games and install are actually really snappy. Yeah, I like that is. about the system. Yeah, that system installs games a lot faster. Both of them allow you to start the game before it's done, which is really mm-hmm. cool, but uh, PS4 is uh, just super fast. So, Seems to me like it depends on the game that it lets you play yeah. before it finishes installing, because there's certain games I was like, well, what the fuck? You're not going to let me play it? Yeah, it's it's based on what the developer wants to do. They have the option to do it. Same with the way the games download. Like Killzone, you have to download the whole single or multiplayer before you can play. Yeah, uh, but there are some games that'll just let you start. Like, yeah, I forget I what I forget what it was. Uh, Warriors Orochi, which can kind of seg into that. I've been playing a boatload of that, um, but I downloaded that on my Xbox One again. I'm requesting Xbox One codes for the review games that I'm doing because they're live the week before. <laughs> Whereas if you get a PSN code, you can't redeem it until the damn game is out for ten hours. Yeah, so. But yeah, I could start that game probably about 25 to 30% into it downloading, and it seamlessly just played for a couple hours, and it never cut me out. So yeah. that one was done really well. Uh, but I played a bunch of that, and I don't play a lot of Musuo game, or however you say it. How do you say Muso? it? Muso. Uh, I don't play a lot of those games. Um... And I'm really excited for Hyrule Warriors, which a lot of people are like, why are you excited for a Musou game or whatever? It's kind of like, because it's Zelda. Yeah. I like the themed ones better than I do the actual ones. So I'm playing Warriors Roshi 3. I figured this would be a good primer for me to kind of get the idea of these games. And Warriors Roshi 3 is essentially like the third or fourth release of this version. Uh, It came out on the Vita, the 360, the Wii U... Uh, all under different versions, but it's essentially like Dynasty Warriors All Stars. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it's ridiculous in the storyline. Its storyline is that all these characters from all these different games, Samurai Warriors, Dynasty Warriors, Warriors Orochi, Dead or Alive, Soul Calibur, are there's there's Soul Calibur characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. there is. Like who? Uh, Sofatia is the only one I've seen so far. <laughs> um, but they're all traveling through time fighting these battles and then you run into these different characters and they all mishmash together into this camp uh, and you have these bonding mechanics where you can make certain characters like other certain characters. You go to a tea house so they can have a party. 
<laughs> okay. I'm not even kidding. This, this is fucking crazy. But you go to a tea house and you bond the characters together, and that that upgrades their like moves and stuff. Um, you can also meld weapons together to make better weapons. You can craft items. Uh, there's 145 playable characters in the game. Wow. Uh, <laughs> That's a lot. You usually, like, I'm going through the story mode, and the story mode is where you unlock the bulk of them, and after every battle, you usually get about four to five characters. You get all their wallpaper, like, for the backgrounds and stuff. You get these trading cards, which I have yet to even figure out what the fuck they do. Um... And you get items that you can equip to your characters. Uh, all of your characters level up. All of your characters can quote unquote prestige. So like oh when boy. they hit level ninety nine, <laughs> you can start over with like a super weapon. Um, but imagine how long it takes to level f- one hundred and forty five characters to level ninety nine. Jeez, I've I've known people, particularly people- in in the Gundam series, who have done that. Oh yeah, there's people out there who like, and that's the thing about these. You know these kind of games is like there's infinite content if you want to find if you want to play it all. Yeah. Um, and that's just the story mode that I've been playing the bulk of. There's also the gauntlet mode, which allows you to create a team of five characters, and those five characters, the goal is to um, like hit these portals and unlock these portals. And when you find the right portal, you get to exit the level. Uh, you can also put them in like a formation to do this special group attack. Uh, and the enemies in the in the gauntlet mode are just super hard. So you know, like Dynasty Warriors, you're usually pressing the X button and you kill like 25 dudes in one swing. Well, in gauntlet mode, regular enemies take as much as like the captains to take down. So we're talking thousands of enemies that you're trying to kill that are as strong as the captains. Oh Jesus Christ! Sounds really bad. <laughs> yeah, it's super hard. Like I played through the first few levels, that I'm like, yeah, this is not the way I want to play this game. I like playing the story mode where there's a captain here and you go fight him while there's 300 dudes standing around you that are just falling as you kill them. Um, but I love that there's so much diversity in the characters. Like, sure, one guy might have a sword, another guy might have a sword but they play completely differently as far as like what moves they have and what specials they have. Sure, they're not super deep with their combos, but when you have 145 characters, there's plenty of variety of yeah. special moves. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you get to take three characters per battle. So, you know, you've got three separate characters, and you can combo with them, which is really cool. So, like, you're attacking with the one dude, you tap the right trigger, it combos into the next dude, tap it again, combos into the next one. And, and that stuff's really cool. Are you are you the same character, or do you fight alongside these three characters? Is that you swap between, or is one character that changes into another character? Yeah, it's just one character that changes into. Oh, another okay. Character. So yeah, like, a, like a tag team. Kind of uh, deal. Unless you're playing the the gauntlet mode, then all five of the characters are there at the same time, mm. and you can swap yeah. between them. You can swap formate, and every formation that you put them in that is a different super move. Any kind of co-op? Uh, yes, it does have. Um, same screen co-op. I'm trying to think. It, it does have an online mode, but I haven't really explored it a lot because there's not a lot of people playing this on Xbox One. Right. So I can't remember if there's a co-op mode. I know there's like an invasion mode where people from other games can invade yours and fight you, mm. which is kind of neat, but nobody's invaded my game. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, before release, people aren't really playing too much. Well, it's out now. Oh, is it? Yeah, it came out last Tuesday. Oh, so the pro- the reason why I haven't reviewed, I've started writing my review, but the problem is that there's so much fucking content in this game that it seems like every time I play it, I discover ten more things that you can do. 
it's just it's ridiculous. I will not come close to completing this game before I write my review. I've probably put fifteen to twenty hours in it so far. No. And I haven't even beat chapter two of the story mode. That's that's like me with Dynasty Warriors, dude. Dynasty Warriors eight? Are you kidding me? I I didn't even touch the tip of the fucking iceberg before I wrote my review. Yeah, I'm still in chapter two of the story mode. <laughs> chapter two. There's like nine chapters. Wow, that's a lot of content. Yeah, it's but is, it, is the game fun though? Yeah, I'm having a blast. I mean, it's okay, mindless. Great. It's dumb, um, but it's it's just fun to pl- like all the different characters. If there weren't so many characters and I was playing as the same dude over and over again, I'd probably get bored of it. You know, but being a fan of stuff like Soul Calibur and Dead or Alive, like those characters being in there is really neat to me. And the fact that there are characters from every version of the the Musou games in this one is really kind of cool. So you've got dudes with, you know, giant bow staffs. You've got people with, you know, fans. There's one character that, like, hits people with trees. Okay. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's just nuts. But I love it. And that's why I think I'm going to love Hyrule Warriors is because of the diversity of the characters in that game and the different moves that they can do. Plus it's Zelda. Yeah, it's Zelda. That's, the, that's the thing. Like, like I said, I've always liked the... The, the ones that had a theme to them. So I like the One Piece ones, even though I don't know anything about One Piece. Hell, I even like the Bleach one. Here's I know fun- nothing about Bleach. Well, here's a funny thing. Like, you know the joke that all these kind of games start with the Yellow Turban Rebellion? Yeah. Well, when you play the Zelda one, they're totally missing out if, they, if the first level is not the Green Tunic Rebellion. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Well, the it, Green it, Tunics it, it are good, be. though. Yeah, but you still... How, how do you not capitalize on that pun? You could do the... I don't know. And unfortunately, I haven't fought the Yellow Turban Rebellion in Warriors Orochi 3 yet. Again, that's a Dynasty Warriors thing. Yeah. But this has characters from Dynasty Warriors in it, so I figure at some point it's got to be in there, right? Lubu in there? Lubu. He's in there. Yeah. Well, you could ask me who's in there, and I'm not going to be able to tell you half of them. Well, everybody knows Lubu, though. Well, yeah, but I, I don't even know if I've unlocked him yet. That dude's scary. <laughs> They're all scary because, like the cutscenes, the, yeah, there's no English dialogue. It's all yeah. it's all Japanese with subtitles. So they're all yelling at each other, and the girls are screaming in their high pitched voices, which sounds really bad from across the room. Like when they're getting hit and stuff. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Did you get some weird looks or your wife like walking into the room? It's like, what are you doing? Oh yeah, there's been several times when I'm playing it where she's playing WoW and she'll turn around and look at me. She's like, what the fuck? Playing, I'm like, oh, this is crazy Japanese game where you kill thousands of people. It's crazy. <sighs> I, I do have to say though, um, it doesn't look significantly better than last gen versions, but all the the pop up, the fog is all gone, and the game runs blistering, 60 frames a second, um, and it's in 1080p. It looks great. Okay. I mean, for a Dynasty Warriors game. You gotta remember there's 6,000 enemies on the screen, so as soon as you hit them, they disappear, kind of thing. Do they, do they have 1 million troops, though? They I don't, don't know. No? No 1 million troops? No? I, yeah. If I sat there and just kept killing them, but you remember there's a 60 minute time limit to every fight. Oh, that's true. So. Yeah. I could probably wipe out, and not to mention that if I let people get away, then I get defeated, which is a pain in my ass. I was The last level I was doing, I had to rescue these four hostages from different corners of this level. And I spent so much time doing that that the main bad guy retreated and I got defeated. I'm like, how do I get defeated if he leaves? 
Explain you that. Let, you let him. You, you got, let him escape, man. But yeah, you gotta kill him. Day. I killed like twelve generals, but the one that got away is the one that apparently I needed to kill. So. Yes. Oh well. But that's it. Um, I mean, I've played a lot of other little stuff here and there. Um, mostly downloadable stuff. I played Velocity for like two levels, and I played Ali Ali, which I do not like. Oh yeah, I also played Velocity as well. I like the game a lot. It's great. I just, I can't get into it. I don't know what it is. Really? Dude, that game's like amazing, amazing mechanics that just flow well together. Yeah, I don't know. I played like the first, uh, was it like four levels per tier? Is that what it is? Like the, the first screen's like four levels or something like that? I played through those and I'm just like, I, I, I'm not, it's not getting me. It's, mm. it's not capturing me. So maybe I'll try it again later. You know, I don't know. It just didn't, didn't grab me. Did you get to the parts where you're like the pilot and you're going through these areas? No, those are the parts I really want to play because the ship stuff so far where you're just teleporting back and forth. And I know there's a ton of mechanics that get added over time. Well, I mean, the f- you beat the first 10 levels within like 15 minutes. So oh, yeah, yeah, it's not long. <laughs> okay. But it's just, I don't know, I played it. Like, it was just one of those times where I'm like, I got a couple minutes, let me just pop something on. Uh, okay. And I booted it up and played through those four levels and I'm just like, yeah, I'm just... Well, I mean, you could always slap it on the Vita and uh, play it while you're on the go, too, you know, if you have some time, because it actually works really well on the Vita, too, and it's going to cross by. Yeah. Um, God, my Vita. I turned it on the other day to update it. I haven't played it since. Had a layer of dust on it that was like six inches thick. (laughs) I thought you were playing games like Rogue Legacy on it. No, no, I'm playing Rogue on my PS4. Oh, okay. I I don't have it. You know, working from home... And spending most of my time at home, I don't have a need to play stuff on the go. Mm. And now that my son comes in here and he plays on the Wii U on the on the gamepad, I can I actually have access to the big screen and the TV, you know. So I can play the games on the, the consoles. So yeah, I don't have to really worry about handhelds right now, which is sad because I still really need to go back and finish Zelda. <laughs> uh, the link to the. Link Between Worlds. Link Between You haven't finished yeah. that? No. I stopped oh, playing it in the... God, I forget what level I made it to. And I just never went back to it. You're going to be confused on what you need to do now, man. I know. I feel like I need to start it over when I do it, but... Mm, that's a great game. It is. I loved is. every bit of it that I played. I just... I don't know why. I just put it down never picked it back up. Alright, so as far as future finaling goes, it's Destiny this week. Like I said, my copy's sitting here. I just can't do anything with it till tomorrow. Just mocking you. You can't play me. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's literally just sitting there. Like, hey, how you doing? Um, <laughs> so, you know, we, we we're talking about, talking about new releases. Um, there's only two this week. <laughs> I kind of figured. Yeah, most people aren't going to release this week. But it's Destiny and NHL 15. Which are both games are coming out for everything. Vita? Except man. Vita. Destiny <laughs> picked such a good time to release their game, man. Yeah, they like, did. This is like the perfect opportunity of that. Like, like People have the next generation system. They're just dying for a new game. And this is like the only game they're going to have until October. Well, here's a crazy thing. And this kind of ties into the news, so we'll segue into the news. But... Anybody who bought Destiny on 360 or PS3 is getting the next-gen version for free. What? That's a, that's a timed offer, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. So if you bought you know, Destiny on 360 or PS3, uh, Activision will allow you to upgrade to the next-gen version for free. 
and, this and, da- is, and this download is, it and everything? Yeah, this is the digital version. So if you bought it digitally on PS3 or 360, then you can digitally transfer that copy to PlayStation oh. 4 and Xbox One. Oh, I thought it was the physical one. I was like, well, hell, why didn't I buy it for 360 or PS3? And then say, hey, I want a PS4 too. So, but yeah, if you buy it digitally, that's what happens, which is huge. Yeah, it is nice. That's, I mean, that's just like, hey, if you bought this version, oh, you bought a new console? Or you want to buy a new console? We'll give you Destiny for free. Which ties us into the next piece of news, is that Microsoft, (laughs) this week, is pushing a free game. What uh, game is that? Any game you want. Any game. So when you buy an Xbox One, you get to pick any game you want for free. Just this week. So you can buy the Madden... Uh, connect list package for three ninety nine, and on top of that, you can pick another game, which gets you two free games if yep. you're actually into that. So, which is a, it's, it's actually a very nice bargain if you're yeah. in the market for uh, Xbox One. I mean, if you look at it, there's a perfect position here for Microsoft to go, "Hey, you can get Xbox One, Destiny, and Madden fifteen for four hundred dollars, whereas Sony's charging four hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. for the Destiny bundle." Right. So at this yep. point. Xbox One is cheaper to play Destiny on than PS4. It's it's really smart by Microsoft to do this, especially now, uh, especially considering they're being outsold every month. You know, mm-hmm. and you know how I like it's uh, they choose the word any because they can't specifically promote Destiny. Yeah, while fully realizing the fact that basically everyone that buys people buys the system in the duration of this promotion is probably gonna pick up Destiny. Destiny. Oh yeah, it's really smart. They did it specifically this mm-hmm. week for yeah. that reason. So, but yeah, that, that's a really good deal. If you do not own an Xbox One and you've been thinking about getting one, I, I really don't think you're going to get a better deal on that system for the rest of the year. You know, I there'll agree. be some there'll be some good Black Friday deals, and of course, the Sunset Overdrive box is a great deal because it's the system and the game for four hundred dollars, which basically means you got the game for free. But you know, buy the system Madden Destiny for four hundred bucks. If you're even remotely interested in upgrading the next gen, I, that's a no-brainer for me. So, what, Drew? What's, why are you calling? What? <laughs> Nothing. Fucking fumble. Oh, he's watching. Football. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, what are you? <laughs> so I was bad. like, I was like, I know, I know, Ken's really excited about it, uh, but it's not right to call him that. Dude. I mean, <laughs> that's like, a little well, much. Why are you being <laughs> no. so mean to me, man? That's not nice. No, no, no. You got some money riding on that game, buddy? No, it's just I'm I'm a big Falcon fan, and damn, they almost had a fucking touchdown too. Oh snap! My team's winning. Damn, my quarterback is good. My quarterback is real good. Anyway, uh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, I I just clicked off of that story, you dick. Uh, so now I'm all kind of messed up. Uh, Destiny's preload is available now, so Xbox One, PS4 owners, you can go ahead and download that game. Slender, The Arrival, those games are coming to consoles in September. So if you've never played one of those, you don't own a PC or whatever, you can finally play them. Uh, other Destiny news, I'm sure everybody saw the, the Xbox Destiny fragrance this week. Yeah. It was kind of funny. Where they take a shot um, saying, well, we can't promote the game, but instead we'll promote this fragrance. Yeah, I like how they're uh, taking advantage of a bit of a loophole there. 
Uh, and you know how it is. It attracted so much fanboyism and stuff like that, too, which in itself is amusing to some degree. Oh, yeah. People are so dumb. They're like, well, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be allowed to do that. That's not funny. It's going to outsell it on there. Yeah, no shit. It's called competition. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I, like I said on Twitter, the reason why the PS4 is so awesome is because Microsoft beat the shit out of Sony last year. And that's why Sony is doing so well is because they have taken all those lessons and put them into this awesome machine. I think the the PS3 and PS4 generation kind of epitomizes what good competition can do. The beginning of the PS3, the the you know Ridge Racer, the five ninety nine dollar <laughs> price point, and you know you you, you know, expose the weak point of the crab and all that stuff like those memes that became infamous for the rest of our generation to come. They started out so poorly, but look at, you know, they shaped up better. They lowered the price point, new models, PS Plus, which is a huge addition to the whole Sony thing. And then after that, PS4, after the whole fumble of the, the Xbox One with the whole DRM and all that stuff. It's, it's been great. It's just been great to see how the gaming industry has been kind of been uh, molded by what the fans' desires are. And this is what competition can do. Uh, this is this is why we have these systems that are competing against each other, uh, and this is uh, you said it uh, right, Ken. I think this is just this is just how it, it needs to be to kind of have a a better market for the gaming industry. Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm glad mm-hmm. that Sony you know made the PS4 so great because now it's making the Xbox One better in regards to it. Yes, much, Microsoft, much Microsoft is constantly trying to catch up, and we're getting so much cool stuff like the monthly updates, you know, the cheap systems. You know, they're spending so much money on getting these games on their system, and then eventually Sony is going to have to say, "Okay, well, they're starting to make ground, so let's go do some more awesome stuff too." Yeah, let's yep. keep going. Yeah, it's good all around for everybody. So absolutely, uh, Project Cars finally has a release date. Be out in uh, November. Don't know what that is. Hey, what was? What was the um, PS Plus games this month? Oh, we went over that a couple weeks ago. Um, Velocity 2X. Yeah. Have some other stuff. The the Sports Friends. Oh, uh, yeah. That's for PS4. The other PS4 game. And then um, PS Vita was Joe Danger. And mm-hmm. shit, I don't remember. One of the PS3 games was The Horde. Or, yeah, and then yeah. something else I don't remember. I, I'm missing two games. I don't know what they are. So, Ve- yeah, Velocity was the highlight for me. Brand new game, twenty dollar price, cross buy for free. That's that's awesome. A game that I was already gonna get, so it was like amazing. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft has retuned its Xbox Live Rewards program, so now you earn points for buying games digitally. So say like you buy a $60 game, you get 1,000 points. When you get 5,000 points, you get money back in Microsoft points. I, think I thought they got rid of Microsoft points. Well, they did. sorry, Microsoft currency on your account. Oh, okay. Um, so how much do you get back for... I think for every I... 60... Excuse me. For every $60 that you spend digitally, I think you get 5 bucks back into your account. Okay. Which isn't bad. You know, if you're going to buy digital yeah. anyway, then you get a free $5. You also get... Um, those points for uh, watching or buying movies on the service. So, and then you also get them for achievements, I guess. Hmm. So, now so the achievements just, actually mean something now. Yeah, you actually, the more achievements you earn, I guess they add points to your account. 
I'd have to see how many points for how many achievement points, but yeah, that no, seems interesting. I have no clue, but all of that stuff pieced together, that sounds like a really cool way of... Uh, it's kind of like the Nintendo Digital Deluxe program that's ending soon, which makes me sad. Wait, N- Nintendo Deluxe? What's the Nintendo Deluxe thing? When, when the Wii U launched, um, yeah. you if you signed up for this thing called the Digital Deluxe, for every digital game you bought, you got so many points back in cash. Oh. Uh, I think I've made like 20 bucks total. So for every 500 points you earn, uh, you get a $5 redeemable code. Uh, hmm. But that was only for people who bought the launch systems. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I mean, they still have the Club Nintendo thing. Yes, Club that's Nintendo still good. works, and that's great, but you have to specifically pick the games that they give you for free. Hmm. So the Digital Deluxe just gave you a $5 credit. So I had both, and I earned about 20 25 bucks on the Digital Deluxe. And I've certainly earned my share of free games for the the Club Nintendo. <sighs> Mortal Kombat's got a release date. Does it? What day? April 14th, 2015. Uh, and if you pre-order it, there's a pre-order bonus. It's a character. Oh, who is it? Oh, oh, oh can you guess? You want to guess? Scorpion. Is <laughs> it right? You can't put a marquee character yeah. as a pre-order bonus. Yeah. Watch them. <laughs> You can't do that, man. I can tell you. I know who it is. I can tell you. Uh, is it a Mortal Kombat Goro? Goro. It is Goro. Ha-ha! Oh, what a Total cross. guess. Yep. Total guess. Right. Wait a minute. I mean, come on. That's a, that's a marquee character. Everybody knows Goro. But he's never Goro. playable. Yeah. He's never playable. That's kind of the idea behind that, I think. Uh, Sega still claims that Fantasy Star Online 2 is coming to the to the West. Yeah, okay, bro. <laughs> That's what I got to say about that. That game's been out from, like, 2013 or something. Yep. Yep. Actually, I think it's 2012 when that came out. Maybe. It's been out for a long, long time. So, Bayonetta 2 got a release date. Woo-hoo. Uh It's also, you know... Isn't there a catch? No. Um, also, you know, of course, you get the original game. So you get both games, 60 bucks. They also announced some costumes for Bayonetta 2 this week. Nintendo-themed costumes. Yeah, they showed off some of those. Those are for Bayonetta 1. Okay. These are for Bayonetta 2. First one is Star Fox. God, those things look goofy. Dr- dress up as Fox McCloud. Fox McCloud. Nice. I'm not, I, might, I might be on the, the, the wrong side of this argument, but I don't know. I don't, I don't like the idea of dressing up like specifically and very well-designed characters in costumes they don't belong in for giggles. I think that kind of ruins the game when it's, you're playing. It's weird. Uh, and it's not like the Fox McCloud costume doesn't bring forth some other weird things. Like furries. I mean, does uh, she actually have... Is she, does she actually look like Fox or is she just wearing no, like, his got, jacket? She's got ears in the jacket. and Yeah. I mean, they did this with Tekken Tag. I thought it was novel in Tekken Tag. I thought it was kind of cool. Where you could, like, dress up as Mario and Zelda and all that stuff. But I totally forgot Tekken Tag came out on Wii U. Yep. 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 It was actually the best version. So if you own all three systems, that's the version to own. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. I mean, just for the extra content. The the costumes and then the, uh, the Wii U-specific mode where you use the gamepad to do, like, little mini-games. So. Eh, I guess it has the most content, but yeah. you know, it's all about who's playing that game, and I don't, I don't think too many people will be playing Tekken Tag on Wii U. I, nobody's <laughs> playing Tekken Tag on any system, to be perfectly I, honest with you. 
Hey, there was a lot of people playing that on PS3 for a while. For for a while, but not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tekken's still got a good... Uh, oh, it does, but that game is a little past its prime as far as people still playing it. Was it at Evo? Mm. What? Was it at Evo? Oh, yeah, it was at Evo. I, I, think I, it couldn't, been... I couldn't remember if it was or not. Hey, you know that uh, Sega Gearbox thing with Aliens cloning? That shit's still going on. The the whole I thought the lawsuit was already settled and everything. Uh, I guess Sega is uh, now blaming Gearbox for the marketing, which I think is hilarious. You gotta be kidding me! So it's still going, as if uh, anybody still cares about that piece of shit. Drew liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it was his favorite game of that year. That's right. Uh, uh, well, I'm excited for Isolation, at least, and that's got nothing to do with that game, so that's good. Oh, yeah, the only thing that's uh, similar about those two games is they're both published by Sega. Yep. That's the only similarities in those two games. Um, I think that's it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that slipped my mind. I am not seeing anything. No packs happened, and... We talked about the new Saints Row thing last week, didn't we? Yeah. Get out of hell. Get out of hell. And so it's a standalone PS4 DLC, for... right? It's a standalone DLC for 20 bucks, or you can buy the next-gen upgraded versions of Saints Row 4 with that pack for 50 bucks. Oh. So if you, you know, if you want to play Saints Row 4 again, you can buy it on Xbox One and PS4 for 50 bucks with that DLC. It looks interesting. I'll play it, I guess, at some point. But man, we really just, just wanted Saints Row Five, right? Yeah, we just really yeah. needed to move on from Saints Row Four. That game was good, but it wasn't great. So I don't know. Hmm. I had to look that up because I was curious. I gave Alien Colonial Marines four point eight out of ten. Well, there you go. All right, I got an email. Sean says, "Hope all is well." Was curious, which games do you guys think will take up your fall? As of right now, due to two delays, I'm having to push AC Unity and Dragon Age Three to December because Advanced Warfare and the WoW expansion. I, I couldn't see that text. Uh, the WoW expansion is going to take up that whole month. At least I'll have two good months of Destiny before the truckload hits in November. Also, any fall games which you forgot was hitting this year, such as I thought Civilization Beyond Earth was next spring, but it's October. I've never played the second expansion to Civilization V. I don't play Civilization. I I don't play Civilization either. I fucking binge Civilization. As far as this year, I am going to play a boatload of Destiny in September. Yeah. Probably a boatload of Hyrule Warriors um, and the racing games. The beginning of October, um, and then the yeah. middle of October is the Evil Within. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we'll be playing a boatload of Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, I'm going to be playing a lot of that. Um, Dragon Age is going to be my Christmas game now. Dragon Age is going to be a Phoenix Down game, so I gotta play it as soon as possible. <laughs> well, I mean, that's Christmas. It comes out like the 18th. 
So for from the from you know the end of November to the end of December is when I'm going to play Dragon Age. Yeah. Um. And then in November before that, it's the fucking Halo, man. Sunset Overdrive and Halo. Like my PS4 is going to think I'm ignoring it when those games come out. Are you going to play that much Halo? Though I mean, it's Fuck games you've already played before. Halo Two multiplayer. Mm. Halo 2 multiplayer is still the best online shooter I've ever played. Are you going to play against other people that you don't know? Yeah, there's no bots in Halo, Drew. I know that, but I figured you were going to do the whole, oh, me and a bunch of guys are going to party up and, and play against other people. No, none of my friends own Xbox Ones. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you know, it's, it's just going to be So me. lonely. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care. Halo 2, I'll play by myself. I don't care. I love Halo 2's multiplayer that much. You know, you're gonna run into people that still been Halo been playing Halo Two until the release of this re-release. Oh, of course. <laughs> but at this point, I've heard every name you could possibly call me in the book playing Halo Two. That's where that's where my insult started. Mm. I mean, we still talk about Halo Two, just the memories we had from people talking to us, like the night somebody was uh, was razzing on Ryan, and Ryan initially started telling him that his parents hated him. It's just one of the funniest things I've ever heard. The kid was probably like, I don't know, 12, 13 years old, and he was just going on about, you know, fucking your mom and all that stuff. So eventually Ryan said, you know, your mom's laying in the other room right now. She's so disappointed that she ever birthed you. It's, it's just, it went on for like a half hour, and it was just hilarious. Or the night that some girl jumped on the guy's microphone and said, how did it feel to get beat in the real world when they were spawn camping us on Zanzibar? And I'm just like, the the real world isn't in Halo. <laughs> and she said, how did it feel to get beat by a girl? I was like, you you weren't even playing. I heard all the people who were playing, because they were calling me names. I, I feel like these are all reasons why you shouldn't want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how good the game is, is that I just keep playing it. Oh, okay. So you take your headset off and just play. Yeah, you know, uh, without, yeah. when I'm not playing in a party, I don't need my headset on. Yeah. Okay. I just I hop either. in and I play. And then, of course, no Halo 2 story is complete without the time. That's how you met Killer Wolverine. Yeah. And we had a clan that had like 20 people in it, and people kept adding him to the clan. And I was the leader of the clan, so every time they'd put him on there, I'd be like, who the fuck is this? And I'd delete him. <laughs> every day I would log into the clan menu, and I'd see his name down at the bottom. I'm like, delete. Because nobody would tell me who the fuck he was. <laughs> who the fuck is Killer Wolverine? So I would ask that every night when we played. Who the fuck is Killer Wolverine? Nobody would tell me, so I deleted him. Every night, who knows? That's just Halo Two, man. That that was the that was the pinnacle, and I can't wait to play again. Best maps, best shooting, just such a blast. <sighs> yeah, Call of Duty Two for me. That was what I was. Man. Used to love to be able to do that stuff. I just don't have the time for it anymore. Yeah, I don't have the time or the patience or the care really anymore <laughs> yeah. I think Halo 2 is going to be my exception it's not like I'm going to pop in and play Halo 1, 3 or 4 whatever I, I just really want to play Halo 2 online so many memories of that game <sighs> alright so Twitter we do some tweets 
All right. We're certainly not going to get through all these because Blue Apple Blue sent like thirty. Just, just pick the good ones. So, Let's do it, man. Yeah, we just, got. I've got nothing but time. Well, I want to go watch football. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm watching it right now. Yeah, I'm not. So anyway. Oh God. Uh, Blue Apple Blue's first tweet came in and said the swatter getting 25 years in prison is fake. Stop circulating it. Yes, we realized that after we talked about that last week, it's fake. Okay. They did catch the guy, though, that did it, right? Yeah, but I don't think he got 25 years. Oh, hell no. I wouldn't have been. <laughs> you know, so what? We said it last week. I understand. There's things that are wrong. We can come back this week and say, okay, that's wrong. Sorry, I'm not a journalist. I didn't go research the article. I just fucking saw it. I didn't. I didn't think we said that the the guy got twenty five yeah, years. We I thought, did. I, yeah, oh, we, we did. I thought yeah. we just said that. Oh, somebody called the SWAT team on this. No, guy we had to explain what it was to somebody. Uh, but I did read the headline as saying, you know, he got twenty five years in prison for swatting. No, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Talking about that Counter Strike thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Counter Strike okay. and Call of Duty, right? Those are the big ones. Fuck, I don't. Uh, know. I don't I care. Don't know. Uh, Adam says, I'm finally on Diablo 3 PC with a couple mates. Should I get the expansion now or wait till the campaign is done? Get it now. Isn't yeah. It, mode it just is crazy. Isn't it 20 bucks right now this week or something? I thought um, somebody was selling it for 20 bucks this week, which is a steal. That would be a great I deal, but yeah. I don't think so. Let's see. I swore I thought somebody was selling the original and the expansion for 20 bucks somewhere. Uh... Reaper of Souls on sale on Amazon ES. What the, what the heck is ES? .es. Uh, I don't know. ES. I don't know. They're selling it for European, I guess, 17 pounds. I don't know what that is. 17 pounds is about 20 bucks, I think. 20, 25. It's about, I think. Yeah. Well, well, there you go. Yeah, definitely. It, it, there's whatever, Whenever you can get it on sale, if you haven't beat the single player, just grab it. If you if you if still if you can't get it on sale, it's well worth the down. Oh yeah, once you, yeah, once you get there, it's definitely worth the forty bucks. But yeah. if you're you know you're not going to play any of the content until you beat the campaign, so you can wait mm. at least until then. Actually, that's not true because it unlocks things like the adventure mode, which you don't have access to with uh, just a regular one, and that changes how you level uh, from the very beginning. You don't actually even need to play through the quest mode in order to play adventure mode. Actually, what, so, really. Yeah, well, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I thought adventure you had to beat. Mode? I thought yeah. you had to beat Act Five before you could go into Adventure Mode. Yeah, you have to have beaten the game. They uh, they changed that in the later patches, didn't they? They didn't change it until so. the last time I played it. You couldn't uh, go into Adventure Mode still. No, it was blacked out. I thought that was one of the big changes they made for like the patch before two point one. Mm. Huh. I don't know. Well, so. maybe log on again and check it out because that's what I heard repeatedly. Yeah. But I might be wrong. This is, you know, I've always had seventy characters, so I don't, I don't know how it looks like to other people. Yeah, I know the last time I played, I didn't have access to it because I was only about halfway through Reaper. Okay, well, at least you still get the access to the other, uh, the new class Crusader. Well, yeah, uh, but he's already playing it, so I'm doubt he's going to change his character. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, if you can't get Adventure Mode, there's isn't too much of a reason, I guess. But Adventure Mode changes a lot of things, so oh, if yeah. you can't access it early, then go for it. Yeah. Uh, Lieutenant Renji says Hey fellas here's some Xbox news for you It's out now in Norway 
Yeah, they just have got it, didn't they? Well, they just Exciting. launched in like what was that like eighty countries or something like that? That's in a shit ton. I, yeah, I liked all those pictures from Japan. Those oh, were great. Yeah. yeah, those were pretty funny. The forts of five <laughs> cutout dudes. Oh man, they. It's like I. It's it's kind of sad, but I don't know why they try over there. I I haven't figured it out. I mean, clearly they didn't care as much this time. They waited ten months before they launched yeah. it over there, but. I still don't know why. I, I don't know if it's like them saying to Japanese developers, yeah, the system will be out over here, so please make games for us. I, I just don't who, know. Japan. But who, who in their right mind would do that, though? I mean, the PlayStation place. 4 can't even sell in Japan. The Xbox yeah. One's going to do crap. Yeah, I mean, it's not... Well, PlayStation 4 already has a decent base over there because it already sold well early on, but it has trouble selling now because there's no games coming out that they want. But that'll change as you know, 2015 rolls out. But that's not the case for Xbox One. I feel like they need to market it different. Uh, they tried really hard with the 360, if you remember. Oh yeah, there's all a those ton. Exclusive deals. There's a yeah. ton of Japanese-only games on the 360, and it still didn't sell. Yeah, so I don't know, man. Is there? Is it just like a perception thing? Do Japanese people just not want to buy an American-made like Xbox system? Is that what it is? I don't. I, I, don't I really think it's partially due to that, and due to the fact that the system is so damn big. Yeah, the size, huh? Yeah, size is a huge thing in Japan. You mean your True. system has got to be tiny because they, you know, their their houses and stuff they're not as big, so their entertainment centers aren't nearly as robust. So mm. that the size of that system has got to be daunting, as well as like you said, there's just a perception of it being an American console. They don't want anything to do with it. Well, at least the Vita is doing well in Japan. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean handhelds are going to kill in Japan. Alright, uh, before Blue Apple Blue's 60 tweets, uh, here's H-Dogger. He says, the new BOI Rebirth trailer seems right up Gambus Khan's alley in weirdness factor. Can't wait for this game November 4th. What What game? I don't know what BOI Rebirth is. Mm, I feel like I'm really up. dumb. Rebirth sounds familiar. But that sounds like Kingdom Hearts. The Bindings of Isaac Rebirth. Ah, gotcha. I never got into that game. Is that good? Never played it. Binding of Isaac is kind of like a... That's one of those rogue-style games, right? Yes, roguish, with a mixture of like a twin-stick shooter, I think. I don't know. Uh, I've never wanted to play it because I thought it was fucking... Don't you play like a fetus it was, or something? It was, cre- it was creepy. No, you play as this kid who is stripped naked... His mother wants to sacrifice him to God. It's a reference to the binding of Isaac. It's a, the biblical story. All right. It's made by what? the same guys that make Meat Boy, right? Yeah, Super Meat Boy. That's what yeah. I thought. Uh, it must be super hard then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Team Meat is what they're called. Team Meat, yes. All right, so I just realized that Blue Apple Blue's tweets are... Connected? Yes. Okay. okay. So I'm going to read this thing. Go for it. Poison from Final Fight and Street Fighter was originally conceived as a female thug in Final Fight. Concerns during the game's development about reactions from North American audiences. Sorry. Um, concerns. Where was I? North, North American, American audiences, audiences to fighting women and the concern that feminist groups resulted in the character being replaced. Both Poison and her palette swap Roxy were replaced by male characters Billy and Sid and have been for every subsequent North American 
Why don't game companies do the same? Why not remove Samus sexist clothes in the North American release? Why not remove the sexist cardboard box from Metal Gear Solid Five? Why not remove the damsel in distress trope in Mario by making him recover the Mushroom Kingdom crown instead of saving Peach? Why not change the Link gender to female? Why not remove the boob physics, abnormal breast size, and sexist clothing of the girls in Dead or Alive, as well as most of the female characters in Japanese games, including Chun-Li's sexist thighs? Why don't American branches of Japanese companies and localization companies change games to acceptable for North American audiences? Especially when it's something cosmetic like removing sexist clothes or correcting a sexist female body type. Removing sexist tropes from story having no effect on gameplay will get more females to buy games in North America. Do you think this offensive behavior displayed by gamers in recent weeks is not unrelated to gaming? That's the end of that one. Oh, okay. Well, I challenge his statement by saying, who, does, who gets to decide what's sexist and what's not? Who gets to decide the motivation of these developers when they put these games into the marketplace? Are they misogynistic by nature when they put these imagery on there? Or are they just simply providing something that what they, uh, what they believe their audience wants? Or uh, their vision. I mean, the, one of the examples was, why don't you change the gender of Link to a female? Probably because Miyamoto made Link the hero, and he's a guy. You know? <laughs> Just because people are pissed off that a guy is trying to defeat Ganon. I mean, that's not sexist. That's his story. I, I think there is a lot of misplaced uh, interpretation in the gaming industry. People look at certain things and they see these images that are can be interpreted as such if you have a certain mindset, but not not as... It's not presented as such to, I guess, most people. I'm not going to say normal people because I think the whole normalcy is uh, is a fallacy on its own. But regardless, it just comes down to what you view as offensive. And just because you think it's offensive doesn't give you the right to take it away from everyone else. Exactly. Everybody has the right to be offended, but just because you were offended doesn't mean you have to force people to ch- shut up. Yeah. That's that's the best thing that, that gets gets on my nerves is that everybody can be offended, but because I'm offended, you need to change what you're saying. No, that's not how this works. You 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 have your freedom of speech saying this offends me. Well, I have my freedom of speech to say, well, this may offend you, but I'm going to keep saying it. And it's it's a, it's a huge bottle of hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. It's it's only what matters to you, you know. Exactly, that's, what, that's exactly what it is. So it, you know, you you're allowed to kind of rip on people. I mean, it, it goes back to anything as as much as even like religion. People don't like religion when it's being forced upon them. Well, you know what? I don't like your opinion being forced upon me. You're perfectly allowed to have it. You're allowed to find anything offensive. That's the way this world works. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm also allowed to enjoy those things. And I'm not a bad person for enjoying them. Uh, I'm always against censorship, no matter no matter what it is. 
I think yeah. people should be able to see what it is for itself, or the whatever the original vision of the author was, should have been, you know, should have been what's presented. Otherwise, everything that's creative gets diluted. I'm not saying everything creative and everything stupid that's ever put onto a disc should be preserved as such, but we don't get to judge that before we we see the actual end product by ourselves. And when you censor something, you don't allow it to become what it needs to be in order to be judged in the first place. And you can't you can't go around telling me that you know uh, if you if you made uh, more female character into games, more women players or more girl players to play more games. That's not that's actually factually not true. Female players and female gamers statistically are more akin to play genres of games. Not by the nature of the protagonist's gender, but the genres that they're interested in. Uh, you know, that's why they, in a lot of the female uh, gamer uh, clicks end up playing a lot of sim-related kind of games, like The Sims and other stuff like that. And that's not being sexist, that's just being factually correct from surveys, okay? Yeah. So it just the comes down to... The surveys were sexist, though. They started off sexist. Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure they were, you know? I'm sure they they had to hold a freaking giant dick as a pen instead. I don't I don't know how they do all this stuff, <laughs> but it just it just gets overblown uh, yeah. to impossible proportions, and people just get outraged for the sake of outrage, and they feel like they're taking up a flag of a cause that doesn't actually exist. And I'm not saying that there is no sexist and misogynistic behavior in the gaming industry. There's there certainly of... is. Oh yeah. But what I'm saying is that needless and mindless censorship is a step backwards towards a solution. Yeah. So you shouldn't you shouldn't think in that way in my opinion. Yeah, you should definitely not I mean what what he's actually suggesting is even more offensive than what is happening because you're suggesting that women would only want to play games or come into playing games if there are more women protagonists. Women play games for the same reason that guys play games because they're fun. Yeah. And they're going to mm-hmm. play the games that they enjoy regardless of the content. I'm not exactly thrilled of some of the content in games that I play, but if it's fun, I still play it. Yeah, I mean, this the, it's my experience that the, the women gamers that I have talked. Excuse me, I can't say gamers anymore. Those are those are vile. <laughs> those are vile I'll, I'll allow it. I'll they're allow vile it. pieces of shit who who hate vaginas for some reason. Um, <laughs> but uh, God, Drew. The the female video game players out there, it's in my experience, most of them absolutely love The Legend of Zelda. Yeah, you're and right. that is a male protagonist. Um, I have a, a friend of mine who is the biggest fan of the Star Fox series, which, I mean, plays, I, I guess it's a male, Fox McCloud. Oh, yeah, he's a dude. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... You know, I mean, it's it's all perspective, and I think that depending on what the popular demand is nowadays, you know, the popular demand is trying not to, you know, they want everybody's wanting change and stuff like that, but I think they're going about completely the wrong way. Oh yeah, like I've said about every other problem we have in this industry, is both sides are wrong. We need to find a fine middle ground and just deal with it. And at the same time. You don't want these people. You think these people are dicks for the way that they're talking about it. You're being just as big a dick for pushing your side of it on them. If they don't believe it, fine, let it be. Yeah. If they treat you like shit, ignore them. Yes, the internet gives everybody a voice, but just like everything else in the world, you don't have to listen to anybody's voice. That's just the way it is. I got harassed on Twitter once. You know what I did? 
You I went outside. Yeah, you well, you block them, and then you don't. I mean, you never have to hear from. So you me. don't. So you don't. You don't follow Ken anymore. Is that what you're that's, saying? That's true. Okay. Yeah. He likes that's, my abuse. That's the kind of harassment <laughs> I enjoy. <you> know? <laughs> yeah, you guys go back and forth all the time. So I see. That's it. too much fun. Yeah. All right, but we're gonna move on. Uh, Isaac says, "What's with the tradition of closing out the show with the chicken sound?" See, now these are important questions. There you go. Indeed. Um, it's kind of funny. But um, initially it started with, I think if you go back and listen to the very first episode, Jason got a little rowdy Yeah. at one point in the show, and he starts just clucking like a fucking chicken. Yeah, for no reason. For no reason. So yeah. we're just making fun of him about it, and then he started doing it every show, and then eventually it kind of morphed into the ending of the show. It's like, hey, yeah. we're leaving, so Jason, why don't you do your thing, and we can cluck on out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's essentially... Where it came from? Yeah, God, there were so many in jokes that we don't even do nowadays. I know there's so many that I I I don't even know that I remember them all. Uh, the two worlds and uh, two, two human. Two worlds, two human. Yeah, fudge stripe cookies. That was that's an old one. Oh yeah. Uh, Super Robot Tyson. That's an old mm-hmm. one. Well, it's just there's so many. And speaking of in jokes, the next tweet comes from Adam, who sent us a picture of hot dogs in a can. Nice. They're they're called Ye Old Oak American Style Hot Dogs in a Can. Those are that's about as far away from American style as you can get. Those are fucking disgusting. (laughs) Jeez. Those are gross. I blame John for all of this. Don't eat that shit. You want a hot dog? It comes out of a package. It goes on a grill. You grill that. There's some black on it when you eat it. It's tasty. Delicious. I'm sure they cook the hot dogs when they take them out of the can. But you don't... T- no. You don't ever cook anything out of a can that's a hot dog. Don't even open that can. Throw it away. It's an evil can. Oh, yeah. I was just saying, but I still I still think that they actually cook them before no, they... No, you just- shouldn't. You shouldn't. But don't even open that can. Throw it away. I mean... Uh- I mean, I, I can safely say I've, I've had raw hot dogs before. Well, I think everybody's eating a raw hot dog, but it's still gross. Yeah, it is gross. I mean, my dad used to fucking sit there and eat them all the time. <sighs> all Why right. would you do that? It takes like five seconds to yeah, cook. Yeah, you just pop them in the microwave if you're that yeah. way. Hey, he's just, he didn't care. He just, like, just started eating a hot dog. I'm like, Dad, what the fuck are you doing? Leave me a hot dog. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> all right. Uh, Anthony sent in a tweet. says, I don't know how, uh, I don't know if you all indulge in the anime at all, but I love Sword Art Online and the game done by Bandai Namco. <clears throat> Sword Art Online Hollow Fragment is an ambitious and in-depth art JRPG, so anyone else playing any games that are not in the spotlight? Uh, did, did my review of that game go up? Go out late? Mm. I know I wrote it, but I'm not sure it went out yet. It didn't go up, but I read it. Uh, <laughs> I disagree with your statement. Yeah, about I was about game. to say, it sounds like you kind of disagree. <laughs> I, I agree that it's in-depth and there's a lot of content, but the actual execution of the localization and the mechanics within are lacking, to say the least. Well, there you go. <laughs> but I am not a fan of Sword Arts Online, the anime, so, I mean, you might be getting a lot more stuff out of the fan service, so, you know. But I, I say that uh, right at the beginning to let people know that, you know, you have to kind of go into something expecting something. And if you don't have the, the proper knowledge, like, you know, like if Drew were to play that, Bleach Musou game, you're probably not going to enjoy it as much as if you're, you know, actually an avid fan of Bleach, right? Exactly. Yeah, I, I had no idea who any of these characters were. 
Yeah, so it's just like kind of nonsense, but you play for the gameplay. And if the gameplay isn't great, and all you're left with are all these characters just kind of talking, and you have no idea what's really going on, it's not not that enjoyable, actually. But I got nothing against the anime. I haven't seen it yet, but it just got spoiled for me early, and I decided never to watch it. Okay. All right. Two more tweets. Well, Sean sent in a tweet and said he sent the email, which we read, so we're good there. Nivak wants to know, white Xbox One or white PS4? Racist. Um, white power. It's mm-hmm. it's all, it, at this point, you have to look at it as to what you want to play. Yeah. If if the Xbox One exclusives this holiday excite you, then buy an Xbox because those are the games you're going to want to play. And you can get them both for the same price now. So Yes, yes you can. Um, as far as the same goes for Sony, if you're more interested in, say, like Bloodborne and Little Big Planet and Drive Club, then buy a PS4. If you're more interested in Halo, Sunset Overdrive, you know, Quantum Break, buy an Xbox. Because everything, everything in between is not going to be a whole lot different. Yeah. The funny thing about this question, and it's a question that's asked constantly by gamers uh, who have a hard time making a decision. Because, you know, I mean, $400 plus is a lot to drop oh, yeah. on, a, on a thing. And I understand. And plus, it's going gonna, it's gonna to determine a lot of the games you're going to play in the future. But it's not an easy question to answer. There's so no. many things you have to think about. There's the, the previous games that you had in the past. So you have to think about, like, well, do you have Xbox Live Gold already? Because you already own 360. Then Live for Gold games have been getting better, and they're going to you know, possibly put more stuff on Xbox One. Do you have a Vita? Do you have a PS3? Do you, do you, are you going to get PS Plus? Then PS4 is great for that, too. Yep. And you got to think about what your friends are getting. Where, what are you going to play these games? And there's like a hundred different questions you got to think about before you make the right choice. But the answer can only be reached by you because we don't have all the, the knowledge that you have by yourself. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the biggest deciding factor is where your friends at. That's a huge one. Yeah, if that's you don't, because, if I mean, you don't yeah. know both of them. Because I mean, you know, if you don't, if all your friends are on PS4 and you're playing on the Xbox, you're going to run into games like Destiny or you know, Halo Diablo. or something. Mm-hmm. Diablo, yeah, even, that's true. Where you're going to run into games where you'd be like, man, I, this would be ten times more fun with my friends. Yep. You know, so I mean that—that's the biggest deciding factor for me. Even though I don't play that much online, I do play co-op with people. So you know, everybody's on PS4 for me. So I just you know that's obviously. Plus, I'm a Sony fanboy, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a hard question to answer, and my answer to it is always both. But I know that's not feasible for most <laughs> yeah, people who can't afford both. But eventually get them both because eventually they're going to be cheap enough to own both of them which is oh, yeah. why fanboyism died out towards the end of last gen because eventually all the PS3 fanboys bought Xboxes and all the Xbox fanboys bought PS3s yeah so so whatever whatever in the immediate future in the next year or two where your friends are and what games you want buy that system they're both great the future looks bright for both systems in my opinion so, definitely yeah. they both got and some games that are exclusive to their machines that look really good yep so uh, and the last one, finally somebody who agreed with me, because <laughs> I certainly got a lot of flack for that conversation. Uh, Jason says, I want to say thanks to Zero for making me see how stupid it is to keep game cases. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are, you guys are terrible people, man. Uh, getting, uh, no, that's, I'm not a hoarder, but. Yeah, mm, yeah, you are. You're a hoarder. No, no, no. Do you, own, do you even like come close to cases. owning the the amount of games that I have? Just curious. 
how many games do you have? I would probably say about 5,000. It's just 5, a ballpark. No, you have a lot more than me. That's what I'm saying. All of those were in cases, man. <laughs> Storage. I mean, the bulk of them. There's probably about 1,000 digital games laying around, but still. Cartridges and old... You remember how big Sega CD games were? Oh, there's those freaking cases are huge. Huge. 3DO games. I mean... I, I mean, all... like, why didn't you just get rid of games you no longer have and you desire to play at that point, then? Because I'm a collector, and I actually have all of these games. But if you only keep disc only, that goes against the whole idea of being a collector. No, it doesn't, because I collect yes, them does. to... No, I collect them to play them, not to look at them. And I can still play them when they're in a sleeve. I don't, I don't know, man. I think, to me, like, my game collection is a part of my decoration for my room. So, like, the idea of getting rid of the cases... And plus, like, it, you kill the resale value on a lot of games, too. I'm not like, selling them. I'm, I'm not selling I, any of them. Yeah, I mean, there's there's different motivation. I think for your sake and your motivation, I think you made the correct choice. But the idea, it feels like such... It feels like a waste, man. All those complete games becoming disc-only. I just think about, like, the profit margin for resale. <laughs> and, like, the, the presentation is sick, just going down the drain. It's like, eh. Well, the presentation is much better now. Because when I want to play a game, I pull out a binder and I flip through it until I find the game that I want to play. Instead of having to dig out boxes somewhere that are chock full of game cases that I have to dig through and find and all that crap. Uh, Ken, you sound like a robot to me. Does he sound like a robot to you, Drew? That sounds fine to me. Oh, okay. That's just me. Never mind. Haha. Okay, that's that's better. That's better. Okay. I am not a robot. Good job. But but no, anyway, that's just I, I just I'm still I'm still holding on to 360. 360s are all still in the case, but that is that's, coming. Yeah, that's coming. That's yep. coming. It's it's eventually going to get there. Um, I just need to find a binder that's big enough to hold them all because I have uh, about 400 discs. Jeez, you own a lot of games. Yes, I do. Like I said, I buy a lot of games. I love games. Love to play them. So mm. that's it, though. So, yeah, wow, we've got a long show out of this, which is good. <sighs> you can send us emails to podcast.ztgd.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter. Drew is at DML Fury. Jay is at Bottoside J, B-A-T-O-U-S-A-I-J, if you want to follow him on the Twitters. And you can follow me and the site at ZTGD. You can also follow the podcast at N4G Podcast. And that's it. Anything yeah. else? Phoenix and Down. Phoenix Down. Oh yeah. What's what's the next game? Dragon Age is done. It's supposed to be Marvel Ultimate Alliance. There you go. So a little Marvel. Uh, a little Marvel baby. We'll probably do a recording of Destiny this week. Probably. Yeah. I got to set that up. And Drew's got to make sure that he can play on something that he can hear me on. Maybe his phone. I may have to do Skype on my phone then. Okay. Um. I have reconsidered me doing Marvel Ultimate Alliance video. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> because it would be boring as fuck me sitting there playing Marvel by myself. Oh, you guys aren't playing co-op on PS3? No, I got the 360 version. Oh, okay. I couldn't find a PS3 version except for like 30-something bucks. Fuck yeah, that Yeah, they're expensive. See, this that's another thing about getting rid of your disc cases. You can buy the disc-only version and you're cool with it. <laughs> when I go buy classic games, I don't have to worry about it being complete in box. I don't worry about that either. I just want a damn copy of it, and that's fucking expensive. Yeah. All right, well, that's it. Uh, unless Drew wants to do it, I know I'm not doing 
I can do it. I can do it. We already we already talked about it. It's classic. We have to do it. Okay, well you do it then. I ain't doing it. Okay. Well, it goes uh something like this.